What's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 25 of the Fresh Out the Box podcast. 25 like Vince Carter, which will make a little sense to our guest in a little bit. But uh, it's your boy, Daniel Montoya Jr. at the Chumalier on the ones and the twos. And it's Sunday, so he can't get his favorite order. But what's up, peeps? It's your guy, Colin Teagle, a.k.a. Kylo, a.k.a. Al underscore Bundy 713, a.k.a. CJ on all uh, Chick-fil-A orders, a.k.a. The Superior Sensei. Oh! Yo, I like that. Did you just come up with that? I like Off that. Off the top of my dome. Yo, look, I know you don't like to freestyle, but you literally just did it. What's that, up, Keenan? What's up, Greg? That's what, what, off the dome, dog. <laughs> Superior Sensei. We should just shut the episode. Somebody hit the gong. Dang. This what's, the, what's, what's this Vince Carter 25 talk you talking about? Well, Vince Carter wore 25. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. He did not. He, uh, I think, where was it? That was... It was 15. No, he wore 15 with Toronto. And but, then with the Mavs, yeah. he wore 25. Oh, oh, that's a... Oh, let me Come show. on now. I, hey, I, man, he's been good his whole career, bro, since since the beginning. Even at the end up. of it, he was still... Man. He's still VC. I didn't watch too much of uh, Headband VC. <laughs> <laughs> man, hey, man, he still had it, man. You respect your OGs. Hey, the uh, strong baritone voice you hear that yeah. we haven't introduced yet is my brother from another. Uh, a decade plus of friendship. Um... My uh, foodie guy to the new Houston, my mm. good brother uh, Pat G, Pat Gutierrez. What's going on, brother? What's going on, guys? Thanks for joining us today. Well, I appreciate y'all having me, man. Yeah, uh, long time, man. Since long time coming. My my H town brother. A long time change gonna come. <laughs> yes, sir. Mm. But yeah, man, I appreciate you guys having me, man. I love what you guys are doing. Like I mentioned earlier, off the cast, you know, like uh. You guys are having great conversations, you know, oh, educating you. And, and, and really, you know, pushing that needle toward, you know, good conversations over sneakers. And that's the stuff that got us into it. And uh, it, hey, it really is. a good, Don't stop. It, keep going. Tell it, me. It really is a good one two punch when you think about Claire and Heathcliff paying the bills, <laughs> making sure everything's good. And then you got Denise, and she's having fun and being mm-hmm. wild and yep. on a whole bunch of tangents with her roommates. So, hey, man, it's a good one-two punch on uh, TGIF Fridays, man. You know what I'm saying? TGIF. <laughs> but uh, we got another action-packed episode. Let's Always. get into it. Um, Junior, what did you buy? Oh, I bought an Air Force One. I bought an Air Force what? One. What? To- so I got the undefeated total orange colorway. I, I, I don't know why I thought I'd have to pay resale for it, and I saw it on resale sites, but then I just Googled it, and it was literally still on the undefeated site. Oh, so I, I feel like it's super slept on, man. Oh, that's, that's so many flavors, man, mm-hmm. like what undefeated's doing, and it's just sitting. Bro, that whole pack, just like uh, like the the patent leather era of Air Force, it's like, you're going to look back in five years and be like, damn, that shit was yeah. everywhere. I didn't grab a pair. I'm... I'm I'm really waiting for him to go on sale, and I—that's one I might double up on. Yeah, that no, that's the colorway you didn't get the shop, right? Which one? No, yeah, the that's one orange. of them. Yeah, so the first one, they made a a neighborhood account only, and then the next three, um, oh, okay, were the neighborhood undefeated only, but then they trickled them out. I guess because there was so many of them still available. Right, right, right. Which one was the one that was inspired by the 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 dunk, the original one, the undefeated? Was that the neighborhood account one or? No, that, that's the one he's talking about. The, the oh, brown okay, okay. and the mint green. Yes, so, yes, yes. And the pink. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's the pink for me. That's what that's what sold the it pop. Me. Yep. Okay. That's a good one to have, too. Yeah. So it was supposed to be here yesterday. I was excited to wear it. 
Where'd you order from? Undefeated. Oh, okay. But it's delayed. At UPS. It's in Fort Worth right oh, now. Oh, they're holding so. tight on those, man. <laughs> <laughs> they are holding tight on that price, bro. Like, I don't see. I Well, it's been a few sites. I think uh, Up NYC put theirs on sale. Oh, yeah. Um, damn, I'm trying. I'm drawing a blank on who else site I frequent that still had them, but they were on sale. Mm. But, like, mm. Nike has not budged yet. They're still one fifty. Of course, you gotta not. wait till the end of the season sales or something. You no, might for get, sure. Even you then. got to. It's just too many of them, bro. Yeah. Like, I don't get the people what they want. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pat, uh, Pat, what you? What, any pickups? Um. So I did recently pick something up. Um. It hasn't gotten to my apartment yet, but I went ahead and me, uh, Greg, and I believe you as well. We've been on the hunt for that Linden Air Force One. So I went ahead and I just pulled the trigger on it. Uh, so I finally got it. Yeah, I got I've got me and the seller on eBay was back and forth, and I think I finally got them down to a price that nice. Yeah, wow. so I'm super excited about that one just because I didn't get that original that uh, that uh, concept Japan that Code Japan you right. know from '01, and you know I didn't obviously didn't get them in was it 2016 at our Basel when when Kith did the. <sighs> The drop, so I'm super excited to. Yes. And then before that, the last thing I had picked up, um, I did scoop up some uh, Harito SBs, oh, uh, nice. and I'm pretty hype about it. I paid resale, um, but I got it. Um, I got them before they jumped up to what they are now. What mm. are they, What are they at now? They're about seven plus. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty hyped. I cop. So I bought three. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. I. Uh, so I definitely, that was one I definitely wanted to double up on, honestly. Like, I was like, man, I got to double up on it. And at the time, you know, they were sitting at around 300 350 for a while uh, before the drop, before they had came out. Right. And I don't know, for some reason, I um, I just felt like, man, I think they're going to, you know, shoot up above 350 <laughs> So I, I went ahead and just put an order in on GOAT, uh, which is my preferred uh, mm-hmm. uh you know me too yeah i just prefer goat a little bit more and uh i went ahead and bought one for uh after fees and everything i think it came out to about 320 oh jeez. Oh, and then the day of i struck out on sneakers and uh i i don't know if it was a fomo feeling or what it was but uh fear of missing out again mm-hmm. i was just like man I, I need another one so i shot over to goat just there and it had jumped to about 340 so after fees and stuff, I think I got it at three seventy. So I went ahead and sniped that one, but I'm happy I did. Yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? Because now at what they're at, you know, I was just and then that third one was just That's I don't a good know. Betray bay right there, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, for sure. And that third one um, was uh, someone in Houston. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I had moved some shoes. I definitely sold some like clothes, some vintage, and and it was just available on my local Facebook group and. I was just like, I can't. Li- it's a size ten available in Houston that I can touch right now. Mm. Right. So I went ahead and did it, and uh, that one ran me a little, a little bit more. I don't <laughs> want to say how much because mm. my girlfriend might listen to this. No, oh, can't share. Uh-uh. Don't incriminate yourself. No yeah, free. No, no, no. no free snitching. Yeah, no free snitching at all. <laughs> but yeah, that, I, that was the last, last uh, couple picks. Jesus, man. Dear Lord, I see what you've done for That's others, right. and I want that for me. <laughs> I just want one pair. Um, man, I didn't have one. Uh, shout out to my big bro, uh, Gibson. 
He blessed me for my birthday oh, with a uh, OG Retro Twos. So oh, right on! I'm excited about those, man. Um, uh, but nothing. It's been kind of slow. I'm I'm loving this down period. <laughs> yeah, before it ramps up. It's kind of weird right now that it's like it's it's uh it's kind of quiet. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's good for man. The retail it's side good for the pockets, bro. For y'all to catch, yeah, to. Yeah. Not in the pockets. I'm yeah. over here worried about y'all working and Duh. and the reality is we'll be all right, brother. taking a punch. Yeah, I mean, nah, these we'll... last few days at the store, you've been busy all all the time. I don't know if it's Fourth of July weekend or what. Dude, I, but... I still think it's because people got paid on Friday. Oh, that could. And I think oh, they're like, let's go spend our money Man. before. And it's Fourth of July weekend. That's, yeah, it's yeah. too spicy outside in Texas. Just be walking around the domain, and I walked over to grab a coffee, and I reconsidered immediately. I said, "Man, I." It wasn't even hot. Just, it was just like humid. Yeah, it was like it a seal heat. Like sits there. Yeah, craziness. Well, uh, I'll go first on this next one. Uh, on f- feet, I got a cargo colored uh, undefeated Air Force One. Oh, this is one of my favorite. Like I don't want to say beater pairs, but I love to like throw these on and just not give a damn. So, um, yeah, I got this one. Uh, Junior, what you got on feet? Uh, I'm rocking the three stripes. Uh, you know, of how course. Sometimes it's the Adidas in end. Uh, ceramic uh, Ultra Boost. I don't think it's like a ceramic craze or ceramic clay or something like that. Uh-huh. I just I don't buy a lot of Ultra Boost unless there's like a nice story to it. For it's sure. just like cool, you know, and it's yeah. cream colored, so it's not all white and you know, old Co- fresh, cozy boys. Yeah, fresh pair of Ultra Boost, man. That you just put them like first day I wore them today. I was like, oh yeah, this feels good. So yeah. yep, yep. Yeah. Sign my guy Adidas. Come on. Man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know. he's showing y'all love when nobody else showing. Right. I send the care package. I mean, right. Yeah, for you sure, know. Come, on, come on, from nine to eleven, size man, he, nine to eleven. He has like a Dick Sporting Goods Adidas shirt on. Man, come on, dude. I, I got this at at the local uh, favorite sneaker store. Where? You your store? Did you? Uh, for the Juneteenth. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I don't know if man, you know this, uh, Colin. They had a Juneteenth yeah, event sponsored. Didn't even know. Not, I'm thinking like sale. I was like, damn, we ain't oh, no, 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 no. Basically, like that with kicking it. Oh, some of the swag. Okay, so, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And and in a way of like uh, two or three degrees away, they did take care of you. Just, in a way, in a, in a way, way, yeah. But but they can still send the box. But you, yeah, well, we'll still take box. Yeah, whatever you want to send. Uh, Pat, you over there looking cozy. What you got on uh, foot, Bubba? Uh, so today I'm rocking the Asics Jound Kayano. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I guess the more desired colorway, the black with the cream midsole. Mm. Uh, real cozy today. Mm. Um, me and Dan were talking about uh, being comfortable, and I feel like as I get older, I'm just like, man, you know, we got a closet full of everything, some Jordans, but I just want to be comfortable, especially mm-hmm. Monday through Friday. I'm at the gig, and... You know, I'm wearing either uh, some dress up shoes or some hokas, you know, and right. on the weekend. Do I really want to put these Jordan 4s on? Do I want to <laughs> do I want to put these, you know, yeah. like, nah, I, I just want to be comfortable. Yeah. To, uh, to Grasshopper Nation, man. Um, here's a little tip from Uncle Carlo. Like. Uh, as as you get older, the game should slow down. <laughs> it should. It, it should. You, you should kind of hit your lane and knowing what you like. Mm hmm. You can kind of do away with some of the fluff purchases where it's just like, it was just FOMO. I, I, I felt like I was going to miss out on it. And just realistically, you're like, I'm not going to wear that. You know what I'm saying? I let yeah. somebody else get it. Like, it's no point of uh, breaking my back to get it. So, yeah, And to be honest, man, like, I, I think if we look back on our times, right, like, I mean, I've been doing it for a while, like, you know, as we've downsized, as I've gotten older, right, we're starting to, do I do I really want these? Do I want to keep them? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and I'm looking at comfort, like, like man, I'm not going to wear these, man. Let me just get rid of them. And as, like I said, like you mentioned, as we get older, I'm just thinking about – 
man, these are too bright, man. I'm going to get rid <laughs> right. of these. These hurt my feet. Let me, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And and I think the total number of shoes, the most I ever had was college because it was just such a time. And it's just like, I got to have the next Jordan. It didn't even matter if, you know, you just had to have it, mm-hmm. you know. And now I think we're more selective, uh, you know, and, and just really, you know, thinking about the storytelling, the comfort. Is exactly. it something that I could see myself wearing in two to three years? And, and that's kind of been... Uh, the game that I'm trying to teach my little cousins that are, you know, trying to buy everything. It's like, hey, dude, you don't got to buy everything. Like, mm-hmm. you, I mean, it might be a learning experience, but nonetheless, it's like, it's going to get easier, like you no, mentioned. No, for sure. Like, I, I feel like it's phases, man. It's like uh, realizing sneakers are your thing. And then if you are blessed enough to get a retail job selling sneakers, yeah. you got to kind of catch up because, like, it's it's only natural for you to be like, I want to get this, get this, get this, <laughs> yeah. get this on discount, I get this. Yeah. And so then it's kind of like, it's like turbulence on a plane and then, like, evening out once yeah. you get to, you know what I'm saying, elevation. So Yeah, that's a, that's a good, that's a yeah, good analogy for sure. Well, let's get started. Uh, first up, RIP to Chris Sponto print-up. Yeah, a born and raised, uh, was in a car accident. What was that Monday? That I think it was yeah, Monday. I think it was yes, Monday. Man, um, RIP to him, man. Uh, what I'm familiar with, born and raised, yeah. wasn't really familiar with him, but just seeing some of the uh, community work he was doing recently, blessing Venice Beach uh, seniors yep. and graduates with uh, the born and raised Dunk Low SB, mm-hmm. uh, definitely warmed my heart. And then just kind of like getting to know him a little bit more and more. With the rollout for the uh, SBs, yeah, for the for the Dunk Low SBs. Um, couple of facts: um, StockX prices rate, uh, <laughs> StockX prices spiked four hundred plus after Sponto's death. Um, of course, it did. It, it's just it happens. It's, it's a sad reality, man. Yeah, it, I mean, it really is, man. Um, Dunk Low SB release has been postponed definitely by Nike. Um, my question to you, gentlemen, is uh. What precautions should a brand like Nike put in place whenever a brand or cultural figure abruptly passes away? Pat, you want to start with that, man? It's kind of it, – it's a double-edged sword, right? Like, yeah. I, I really think that, you know, Sponto, you know, is some – you know, I definitely own a few of his T-shirts. Um, what that man stood for, for Venice and, and how he how hard he, you know, went for – where he's from and, 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 you know, the, the things that he did and giving back and how he grew, you know, that company, you know, to see him go so quick. is so sad. Right. And, and it's almost like I'm kind of happy Nike pulled it back because you got to like a moment of silence, like let's yeah. honor this dude, man. Like, and, and the fact that it happened a week, uh, you know, was about a week right before the, sh- or not uh, the month, that the shoe was yeah. supposed to drop. To I mean, something like this happened, you know, like, and, and I, I don't, I'm, I'm glad that, that, you know, Nike pulled it back, but we know that, that it's already made. They're, mm-hmm. they're going to drop. And, right. and StockX is going to do what StockX does and the people going to do what they're going to do because it's business at the end of the day. I think, you know, I, I don't see Nike scrapping the shoe. It's already too far in, mm-hmm. but, you know, I I do appreciate them taking the 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 time to pull it back and yeah. and just being like, you know what, like let Sponto, you know, have his time, you know, his family, his family more and if you and it's pretty cool, man. If you look at like Instagram and and all that stuff, man, like all of California people, you know, murals and 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 uh, writing his name, Sponto forever, like 
Like it's it's really like you know it's sad, but it's it's I'm glad that that he's not going to be forgotten and and uh, it's just man, it just sucks. But you know, but I think it's a double edged sword. It's it's nah, it's going to happen. Johnny, what you think, brother? Was uh when Nipsey passed, was he about to release like a big Puma thing? Is this similar? In its, uh, I'm trying um, to remember. He was um, just rocking the suede, pretty yeah. heavy. I, I think. Yeah, he, he had was like, like clothing. A, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, because I thought I, I thought it was like, oh, he was on the the precipice of releasing like a big thing, and I didn't know if it was, but it, it, but from a community standpoint, it's it seems very similar what you 100%. read and hear about what he was doing for his community. No, for sure. Same thing here, you know, across the black and brown communities, and mm-hmm. um, man, you know, I, I the, the capitalist in me wants to be like, well, you know, like 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 they were saying on the other one, the other podcast. I'm sure those kids are the ones that might be selling some of these shoes already oh, they were. that got them, and yeah. you know, if you're 18 years old and you've got to pay for college. You know, I got you. You know, make no, make a thousand sure. bucks, pay for some books. Um, but on the other hand, there's that real macabre issue of, you know, of course, some people didn't want these shoes, and the minute yeah. they found out this guy died, they go, "I better buy these shoes right now." Yeah, and and you never know, man. I mean, even skate shops, right? Like ones that you know, I've definitely, you know, there's skate shops in Houston, right, where where they might not, you know, care so much about. They just care about the money. Like, yep. can right. I make can I make money off of this? Right? They're not Lock really worried about the 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 sneaker itself or, mm-hmm. or the person behind the sneaker you know and it's it's the almighty dollar man it's 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 it's, it's yeah that's what it comes down I think, to i think I nike like. did what they should do absolutely and stock x what happened to stock x is exactly what we knew was going to happen when after kobe died yep. you know if, after this happened it's just it's that's man. just what what's going to happen you know? yeah and, and again like to your point too like the you know kids selling it like i can't knock a 17 you know 18 year old kid that might not care you know like and i know some parents showed up at at cool kicks man like i know i've seen <laughs> i've seen a few podcasts where they're like yeah man like i i think they were there was a note if i'm not mistaken oh. in each one of them with the student's name that it was going to and somebody had sold a pair to some boutique i think it was cool kicks in la and uh. and it had the student's name on it but again it's just kind of like yeah this kid is like, man, I'm not, you know, I, I got to pay for these books or sure. they might not have it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they, they may not even care about dunks. 100%. They might be like, I, I don't wear yeah, these. Things. I wear Vans. Yeah, you know, I'm exactly. A, I'm a California kid and I, I wear yeah. Vans. And that's totally, yeah, that's yep. totally yep. cool, you know? So, yeah, I'm, you know. I'm, I'm torn on it because like, uh, like Kenan was saying, like, who are we to judge? Like, if you do try to come up on, you know. Yeah. His his unfortunate passing, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, man, I think just morally, man, like, well, yeah, you got a heart, man. No, for sure, man. Like you know, like it's kind of like you know when you hear drug dealers say, like you know, they don't get it from me or they don't get it from somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Sure, but sure. It's one of those situations where it's like, man, like let's just be still in this instance. Like, Absolutely. I think Nike did the right thing, and I think I would totally agree with them doing this from here on out. Like anytime a passing happened. Just scrap it, man. If it's that close, just scrap near, it, man. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like if just, it's that, you know what I'm saying? Like, just be it, still in it, man. And who's, who's, you know, who's to say, like, you know, by, by the 21st, if everything, you know, they might shock drop it or yeah. mm-hmm. make yeah, it like a, a, a pop up and vintage because he was so, like, for his community yeah. or something like that. But, um, or maybe some I of the know, proceeds, man. maybe they want to do something like something go to his family or, right. or, or, you know, just because, man, that dude's agenda was, you know, just putting Venice on and just, you know, and, you know. He had a pride empower- hometown, man. Yeah, man. And, and and I, like, I'm somebody that I like. I, you know, I, I look up to him in the sense of, like, 
man, you really love where you're from. And, you know, just like I love where I'm from and you guys love where you're from because there's stories and you want to reach back out to your people. And what he did, like like I said, just through clothing, man, is a beautiful thing. And and like I said, and, and he was going to receive his flowers, you know, and unfortunately, yeah. you know, th- that it happened and, and he passed and he wasn't able to receive them. But but I'm, I'm like I said, just going back to it, like I'm glad Nike's uh pulling back a little bit just because, uh, you know, yeah. he deserves those flowers for sure. And if we're going to be honest, man, like I, I would like to put a hefty uh, wage on it. Them kids not buying no fucking books for school, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just a flip. Yeah, it's the opportunity sure. that they're enamored with. Like, what? I got this pair for free, and I can sell it for sniffing a thousand dollars. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And, and I might. You know, and think about it, man. Those kids might have never seen a thousand dollars themselves. Themselves, sure. you know. So for correct. sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, if if you're in a dire situation, more power to you, man. You know, if you need that, come up. But it it yeah. reminds me of like. Um, when the George Floyd riots were going on and somebody broke into, I think it was either round two or cool kicks. Yeah. And they got the guy on camera. He's like, man, stay down and you'll come up, man. And it's like, bro, you fucking looting a store. Yeah. Like, this is not coming up, bro. Like, this this, this is immorally wrong, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, you're okay, man. Like, granted, we're in a, a pandemic and everything like that. Like, come on, bro. Like, let's let's have some decency. But, For sure. yeah, it, it's, uh, it's weird, man. It, it's almost a individual like purse pair like well, what you got going in life i'm just <laughs> trying to make money yeah. what you got going well my mom has cancer and you know yeah i'm trying to help her pay the bills and this will be a great you know what i'm saying so it's just and, and the thing too about sneakers man is like you know everything's got a price man like when mm-hmm. we get it when we get in a bind right like like Stop myself right? we we move some shoes make a little extra bread to to you know whether you know now i'm not i'm not saying go out and spend all your bread and now you can't pay your rent but <laughs> right. you know what i'm saying right, but but sure. if you know if something's coming up you got a trip coming up or you know you got to take care of something car breakdown unexpectedly uh-huh. you know always have a, a wedding you know, baby on the way shit you know it's, you it's never know never know yeah all right next up uh nike and clot end on good terms with the dunk low what the clot um after their exclusive nike contract ends um, Klopp will be signing a contract, uh, an exclusive contract with uh, Adidas. This just smells of Witherspoon. Um, <laughs> how will their future at Adidas compare to their past at Nike, if we're going to forecast this? Well, you just put me on, man. I, yeah. I'll be honest. I did not know. Uh, oh, boy. So, yeah, yeah. I need to do some more uh, research. Uh, um, so forgive me if I misspeak, but. I don't know if it's because they're a Asia-based boutique or something like yeah. that. This is my first time ever hearing of a, a brand slash boutique having an exclusive contract with a with a brand. Yeah, most I, of the time, you know, it's just dibbling dabbling. You know what I'm saying? Like undefeated does hmm. Adidas. They do Saucony. They do Nike. They do you know Asics. Yep. or whatnot. So um, this is intriguing. Like, um, but looking at the current climate of the community and the culture like i don't know i don't know like you know superstars don't sell the same as dunks exactly and that's and that's kind of like you know you bringing this to the light like i'm curious to see how that pans out because you know whereas the the history of clot and nike is pretty you know it's kind of deep from air force ones to dunks you know they've done clothes and uh you know it's it's almost like 
embedded in their DNA. It's like we got Nike to kind of like give us that push of like more brand awareness, right? Like, do you think it's going to be the same with Adidas, right? And it's not even to downplay Adidas because I don't think a lot of people realize like Adidas might not be hot in the States because, you know, Nike's here. But you go to anywhere else in South America and, and, and you know, in other parts of the world, not just, you know, Europe. I mean, Adidas is a big, big company, man. And 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 I'm sure there's someone on that team at Clot that's like, you know, maybe Adidas might be the move. Maybe we we have a, a, an agenda or maybe, you know, we want to do something a little bit more based toward, you know, soccer. Right. And and and, and I mean, it's just. You know, I, I'm curious to see how it pans out just because that history with Nike is pretty rich. And uh, like I said, I'm curious to know what happens in those meetings of like, hey, man, you think, uh, should we just go ahead and go to Adidas and see what they're doing? <laughs> right. Because they got to come to the table with something. I mean, what did they offer? Like, hey, you know, because Adidas ain't really out here that at least that I see, right, dropping new silhouettes or anything like that. Like, you probably might get the same treatment. Like, oh, can I dress up this Samba? Can I dress up this right. Copa? Can I dress up this, uh, you know, Oswego or, you yeah. know, Ultra Boost? You, no, for sure. Jenny, curious. Think, man? Uh, obviously, I'm excited about them coming to the Stripes. I feel like surely they'll do a Gazelle. That's got to be the first thing. Or the yeah. Samba, just because oh, yeah. of the Sambas are, are incredibly hot right now. And we t- we've talked about this off and on about just, you know, since they're a German company, yep. I, they don't really grasp American culture, I think, the way Nike does. Right. Yep. But you go overseas. And when, I, I, when I'm in the store just hanging out and watching, like there was a, a couple and um, they were speaking Spanish to each other. So I'm not going to assume they're Mexican nationals, but they're definitely from Latin countries. And this woman went straight for the the black and white uh, gazelle that you had, I think. Um, Samba. Samba. Sorry, Samba. Yeah. And she and she bought it. And, and so... You know, I, I wonder, is it going to be just a collab type situation or are they going to give them the Jerry Lorenzo and say, like, do you want to design your own Adidas shoe? You know, like maybe that's something they could get at Adidas that they couldn't get at I Nike. Think maybe I it had it, it had to be a bag involved for them. Yeah. As far as from Adidas for them to like jump ship. Like a Kanye type. Like yeah, like, gonna, like maybe can, it's like or a clothing like, opportunity. You know, yeah, like, true. Like, like let's let's tap into maybe we want to tap into clothing a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I'm that's but yeah, that's, but but going back to what you said, I mean, I don't, I can definitely see the gazelle or the the samba or the copa, like, like said, yeah, anything like that, just because I mean, that's kind of what's looking like to be a sum, the summer shoe right now. Yeah, like sure. it's a little too thin for my uh, narrow for my yeah feet. yeah the toe. You know I mean, saying? you're not kicking any soccer balls exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing that people forget is that like that is an indoor soccer shoe. That's what it was designed. Wow. You yeah, know what I'm saying like yeah, and we're making it fashionable, but. I respect the the willingness to uh-huh. go to a different brand like Adidas and and really see what you can do with it. Just because, again, like, like I played soccer my whole life growing up. So, you know, Adidas is where we think Nike's king here. Like Adidas is king in a lot of other countries outside of America. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, you know, so they are huge, you know, for a reason. Yeah. So so why not uh, just drop the exclusivity tag altogether and just... Is that I wonder? I wonder Dibble who would let everybody. them do it. Like, does Adidas want them all to themselves? Because I yeah. feel like Nike would be like, sure, go 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 f with Adidas. Right. Yeah. You're gonna you're, Adidas is about to be the number three brand. Jordan right. is about to jump them. Because if you think about it too, like to your point, like I mean, like you look at someone like Bodega. Like I mean, they do Hoka collabs. They'll do you know uh, a New Balance collab. You know they what's like you said what. 
how big is that bag for you to be like, hey, we you can only wa- rock with the stripes mm-hmm. or you can only rock with Nike for right now. I wonder like, if it's a if them being a, a Chinese based boutique has anything to do with that, like with yeah. federal laws or something like that. That's you another know what I'm thing. You never uh-huh. know. Yeah, that's yeah, a good like, point. I just don't, don't understand why they would do that. Um lastly, uh, on this topic, um let me see. Where How does this fare against all other what the sneakers, and which one is the best in your opinion? Pete? It's a what? It's a what the dunk or what? It's the, a what the clock. So all, it's a What's compilation of all uh just an OG NSW dunk. No, no SB. They can keep. Um, it. man, <laughs> they can keep it, man. man so, uh, what's your favorite what the shoe that you? Man, I really like that what the Kobe. I think people might have forgot about that one. Yeah. Was it the Kobe 6 or the eight. No, 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 Kobe 8, Kobe 8. Kobe 8. Yep. I, man, that's a good one. Um So we got the What the Dunk SB. Mm-hmm. We got the What the Paw SB. Mm-hmm. We have uh What the Kobe. Am I blinking? Is there another What the? What the LA Air Force one? What the New York that Air one. Force I'm too one. Houston for that. <laughs> I'm too aged time for that. Honestly, man, no, I, I think I think the the what the dunk SB was <clears throat> is is just a classic, beautiful masterpiece of just mashup. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I think what they did and to put all of those like desirable SBs on one silhouette and just making it work, I think that one is you know a shoe that you know was the blueprint for all the what does right? Oh, for I sure. mean. So I think that's still a, a, a top one for me. Junior, what you got, man? Um, I, admittedly, I am not the most well-versed on the What The series. Yeah. Um, I won't try to get this particular shoe because I'm not like crazy about all the stuff that they've done. I, I will just say quickly that Clot has done Adidas collabs as I've researched through it. So they have. Oh, but so it was like it. 2012, 2015 was the latest. And they did a Superstar. They did a, a ZX Flush. They did a Stan Smith. Oh, okay. um, but... It, it wasn't in like, it was just like, oh, hey, here they go. Yeah, it's a collab. <laughs> yeah, it's a collab. So to your point earlier about like, they, they, it sounds like Nike let them do this with Adidas, but maybe Adidas isn't letting them do it with Nike. So yeah. I don't know. Oh, okay, yeah. But, but, that, but we don't, I don't know. We don't, we're, we're just, we're just, speculating. we're just here. Yeah. We're talking just three sneakers. people talking sneakers here. There's <laughs> a couple of sleeping dogs on the couch here. Um, I'm going to go with the LA Air Force One. Mm. No, I mean it's because it's superior. Air Force one, the, just be honest. No, for sure, it's 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 a beautiful shoe. Yeah. Um, I feel like the color blocking on it from like the basketball uh, print. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. purple, the red, the Los Angeles on the back heel. Yeah. Like, man, I I, I enjoy wearing that one slightly more than the New York one. Um, so that that'll probably probably be my pick on that one. It's a good, it's that's a cool a good, yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. good looking shoe. You know, it's like you mentioned, it's a little bit of everything, just like the what the is and and the color blocking on that is it is a good looking shoe. Yeah, yeah. New York, New York's a little too Mets for me with the <laughs> yeah, it's the yeah. color blocking. It's kind of and the, the like, black insole midsole really weighs the shoe down for me. Yeah, I know the L A one for yeah. me personally. Yeah. Um. All right. Next up, um, Kobe brand to reconvene prior to Kobe Day. A twenty for you guys that don't know what Kobe Day is. Um, how will the community receive the brand and its product after the hiatus, after his passing? Junior, what you think, man? Um, 
we can look at what Kobe's were going for the day before he died to let you know what general population thought about the Kobe's, I think. You know, weren't they like on sale at outlet malls? Yeah. And then the next day, everyone wanted Kobe's. And so I think what's going to happen is we're going to see, and I think you're going to address this, but resellers are going to go crazy. Like, like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, but I don't I don't I don't know that people, general people are gonna thirst for Kobe shoes. Yeah. Um and, and I mean Kobe's not been retired for a long time, but you've seen those interviews where people don't know that Michael Jordan was like the basketball player. They're like, Oh, he's like that basketball guy. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Are you crazy? You know, so I feel like we're getting to a point where Kobe might be in some people's minds just a guy who played for the Lakers. I mean, he's not LeBron, yeah. he's not Steph Curry yeah. to these kids. So I think it'll it'll sell fine, but almost like the Kobe fans that were Kobe fans when he was around playing mm-hmm. are going to gravitate toward it, right? Like yeah. I saw that there's a reverse uh, Grinch coming out, yeah, yeah, this year. Like that's some cool. I, but I think that touches more on the nostalgic. Like you know, I got the Grinches yeah. back when they came out. You know, during the Christmas pack, so I got to get these. But I agree, hundred percent. I think it's going to be more of uh, the Kobe fans kind of keeping it yeah. alive, right? And I mean, unless they go, you know, they throw a curveball and try to make it like when they did that prelude pack, uh, when they did all the Kobe's like, you know, uh, brought him back the one and all the way, you know, through his series of sneakers. Like that was pretty cool because mm-hmm. that kind of brought us back to like hunting down like an entire pack because right. we know that it's a it's a it's consisting of man, I got to get all of them. And I think that's the the itch that we all can't avoid. We get one and then we <laughs> want the rest of it. But you got to package it up like that to right. make someone really, I guess, like thirst for it, you know, like. No, for sure. Um, I think it'll be business as usual, honestly. Like, it's kind of like what, what we're looking at with a, a Panda Dunks now. Like, <laughs> they're kind of starting to even out and become unstable. That, like, eventually you'll be able to walk into a sneaker store and be like, Damn, I got a panda. You know what I'm saying? Let me, let me get a fresh pair like of pandas. A, like, like a white Air Force one. Like, I, I think, uh, that, like you said, Junior, it'll be a thirst initially. Mm-hmm. Resellers, uh, you know, make some money off of it. But I do think that eventually they're going to flood the market. Um, and it'll go back to, you know. Business as usual. Business yep. as usual, bro. Like, I, I don't. And, you, and who's going to rock the Kobe's in a way that's going to make everyone want to wear them? That's that, the thing, right? Yeah. Who's the, who's the going to be the shoe liberty for for Kobe's 100% because it's just like it's a performance shoe and and I think you know what was that like the the you know 2010s right like you know when we were wearing you know shorts with basketball shoes and you know the LeBrons and mm-hmm. you know the big three of basketball you mm-hmm. know uh I think we might be past it I mean fashion has changed you know mm-hmm. we we're looking catered more toward comfort I mean we're really tapping back into that like you know tactical workout kind of shoe right now that's the vibe we're getting so kobe coming back right like but honestly see i challenge you know not challenge but i I like what you said like it could just be something that's on the wall that you can grab for your everyday hooper and you know what that reminds me of back in the day like that's how sneakers used to be correct you could could walk in and grab a jordan just because you know you want the jordans but you know, Vince Carter's shocks were on the wall and you know what I'm saying? Like it gives you an opportunity to just pick that shoe up again, you know, like, and if it does that, you know, let the, let the, you know, Kobe fans and the ones that loved him most pick it up just for that nostalgic feel, you know? And, yeah. and I think that's, I don't, I don't see anything yeah, wrong with it. Yeah, I think it. it's a weird time. Like uh, what made the Kobe's, uh, I'll say starting with the, what was the Grinch of six? Mm-hmm. So coveted was like, 
Damn, it's a low top basketball shoe. Yeah, exactly. And, and he loved and basketball the low top. sneakers were kind of still in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like you had that all the way up until the nine, where it was like the boxing boot, basically. Yep. And but um, it's a bevy of low top basketball shoes now. Correct. So like for the kid that's just getting into basketball, he might gravitate to a Luca or a Zion yeah. or a Tatum more. Or or a Lamelo, yeah, or a Lamelo, or, or a Lamelo, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, I don't know if that's gonna like stunt the hype behind Kobe's, or if I don't also don't know if like is Nike gonna come out with like themed pairs mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mama they, they can go anywhere. They can go anywhere like that. But like, I think I think it's some uh, it is some ground to be made up on the sportswear side. So, yeah, you know, putting his, his his gladiator shield on dunks on air forces, and keeping yeah. his legacy yeah. alive. I feel like that'll be more pivotal than like the actual shoe hmm. that he played in. Could you see Nike possibly doing like um, kind of like a, a Jordan rebrand, like like you see like some uh, NBA teams, some college teams where they wear the jump logo. Versus the swoosh and like maybe throw the mamba, mamba, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe, you know, whether it's high school teams or, you know, a college team. I I can see. That's a good good point. Damn, it sucks. R.P. Gigi. But I'm going to say like if she was attached to a high school, I can see them doing that. Oh, yeah. I can see a USC. Um But that's about it, man. And then like, you know, with USC, hell, Bronny going there. So that might be a little. LeBron school all of a sudden. Right, right. You know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? So like Yeah, I think it it could be one of those levels things, right? Like isn't you, Texas is a a KD school, right? Like Technically, it, but like we don't wear his like KD uniform. We might have KD branded like gotcha, gotcha. apparel and stuff. And does Curry brand suits. have a I know Under Armour probably has like one school, but like does Curry brand have a <laughs> have it, anything? I assume it would have to be like Davidson. Yeah. You know? yeah. That would, but yeah. that would just be like an Under Armour thing, I feel right. like. Like it wouldn't have like yeah. I think his signature is like just the the SC. That, SC. Yeah, but, I, but the Mamba, I think you, you, there's an opportunity to throw that on I a jersey, so you know, like, you know, right right alongside that NBA logo, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just letting them rock. I mean, even if they did a Kobe night or, mm-hmm. or you know, you never right. know. Like, I mean, they've definitely dropped his jerseys a few times uh, on sneakers when they did the, the was it the Mamba skin, like the black jersey? Yeah, yeah that's right. So, like, if mm-hmm. they wanted to bring apparel back like that and do like a, you know, you know, a Kobe, you know, jersey again. Now, now here's something. I could see them doing it with the WNBA. Yeah. With that. him being such an advocate yeah. for, for, for being WNBA, a girl dad. Growing growing at, and being a girl now, dad. That is, that is, and that would be very yeah. unique to, I can see that. That makes him stand apart. Definitely. That, yeah. that, that, that would be a good uh, rub pause for, like, you know, you do a Kobe night. Yeah. And everybody wears his shield. And hey, of man, course, we, it means a little bit more with Los Angeles Sparks being yeah. In sure, LA and sure. Yeah. You get Kobe fans to come out and check out a WNBA game because like it's Kobe night. That's right. Hey man, I think Nike should should be listening to this. They might be taking notes. They're like, hey man, hey, maybe man. we should just, uh, uh, add us to the seed list. Or, or, yeah, yeah, that's all we to, want. <laughs> add us to the seed list. Or you know, you, you can uh, bring me on as a consultant. Okay. <laughs> all, right. all right. Um, next up, images surface of a beach themed Ama Manier. Air Jordan Retro 17 rumored to release in 24. Uh, it's supposed to, rumors have have it. Rumors rumors has it <laughs> that uh it's supposed to be two colorways. So the beach colorway and then another one. Um, how do we feel about the switch up in colorways on the Retro 17 collaboration? 
Pat, as a former uh, associate of a social status and a yeah. Yeah, member yeah. of the Whitaker group? No, definitely. I mean, I think it's awesome. Um, I think Keenan and I can geek about, you know, number Jordans, like, you know, the 17s, the 18s. Mm-hmm. So I think it's something different that we need, man. I think, you know, uh, Nike and Jordan's agenda as of late has been, let's just, hey, everyone loves ones, let's drop a thousand colors. Yep. Oh, Jordan 2s are cool, let's bring them back in highs and lows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't and, even think they're that cool. I think it's just like, let's try to make them cool. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And I think, like, right now, kind of, we tapped into, like, the like the Luca shoe and the Tatum shoe and, and the Zion and, the you know, I think that 17 has that look of like a performance basketball shoe that can look good on the court, but it's like sleek enough to, and has a a rich history of, this is, you know, a shoe that was desired, you know, in the early 2000s, man, because that Lightning 17 low is, is, man, that was the one back in the day. So for the Whitaker group, I know James is, is heavily involved with, you know, helping them push, you know, their agendas. You know, I think it's awesome to, you know, push that needle into creativity and like, like, let's see what we can do with the 17 and see how we can cook it, man. Because, um, yeah, that's, they definitely I, I love have it. The green light. Yeah, right man. Now. And, and I'm sure they'll throw a, a luxury twist in it with like, you know, the, uh, you could do anything. You could throw suede on it. I mean, you, I'm curious to see how they execute it. And, yeah. and, uh, and I, you know, James has got a, you know, He's got some things up his sleeve, man, and 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 you know what you, you never know. I mean, he might bring back a twenty. I mean, he could. <laughs> no, he has he has the green light for sure. As far as like um, the the biggest green light we've seen anyone bro. have that's not an athlete, you know, pulling up from half court, he checked. Yeah, <laughs> Junior. My question to you, my Ooh. good brother, is: Do you think mm. the second, uh, while we don't know what it looks like, will the second color be uh, that Amon Manure? Um, signature Bordeaux colorway, or will it be something else? It kind of, you kind of feel like it has to be, right? Yeah, uh, some iteration they, of it, whether it be like gray and, and Bordeaux. Or, yeah, they've they've established a, a color language through every release that they've had, right? Like the gray or the mm-hmm. yeah that. So I, yeah, I mean, it would it would actually be a pretty big shock if it was if anything it wasn't. else. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, for sure. But you know, I, another I thing too, just What's to up? tap back on it, man. I mean, like if you if you purchased a, a, a Jordan 17 right like when it came in the suitcase and the, the DVD with it and <laughs> like I think that's a good opportunity for James you know being uh, you know luxury boutique right like to package it up do, do we think it comes back in the suitcase to mm. kind of give you that like man this is luxury feel you know like it comes in a suitcase because you know we've we've shied away from that special packaging we get special boxes you know here and there yeah. you know but but to do you think they bring it back in a suitcase to kind of make you feel with the quilted inside? I mean, I'm thinking like you Dang. could you could do anything. You know, the quilted inside of the shoe. Like, well, let me volley this back to you as a, a 17 enthusiast. <laughs> um, if they do bring it back in that, and it is a $400 price tag, oh. will you pay it? The sad reality is I could definitely. <laughs> I, no, 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 no. The sad, re- the sad reality is that it can definitely be a $400 shoe. In their, I think that's in, the only reason they haven't in, brought the suitcase back. Yeah, is inflation yeah. of the times now. Like definitely, uh it's funny because it's a fifty dollar difference. I'm thinking like, would I pay three fifty for it? Like, <laughs> you know, honestly, psychologically, three three fifty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's wild, right? Because I mean, in reality, right, we haven't seen the seventeen come out in years. Right. So, what does a regular seventeen price tag look like? Is it going to be two hundred? 
right? So like I'm thinking two twenty five at least. You know what I'm saying? So like to your point, right? Like could a box really make a shoe a hundred and you know plus dollars extra? I think if it's three hundred, I think I, I I'd pay it. I was gonna say three fifty, but you know to scale back, if we look at that two twenty five box tag, which I think is yeah. reasonable. I think if they could do it for three hundred, it's a win for everybody. Agree. I think like seventeen uh, retro seventeen enthusiasts would be more than happy to spend that three hundred. Yeah, and uh, it, you know it goes down in history as like one of the releases to bring bring that packaging back. That's a good point, Pat. Yeah, I mean, like you never know. It's just you know, I I just think it's a cool opportunity for you to you know bring bring that that feeling back man because i'll tell you this when i mean those the 17s the 18s and even when they did that uh anniversary jordan one the first time when it came with the suitcase i don't know if you remember that that was the they brought the they brought the yeah. you know it came back with man i was geek man like man i don't even know what i'm gonna use this suitcase for but i got a jordan <laughs> suitcase right and i think it's just such a cool you know opportunity to to do something like that and no, they were borderline like Beyond the times when they dropped that with that with that uh, suitcase, yeah, no, for sure. All right, it is now time for the superior period, period, period segment, 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 <laughs> segment. Um, this week we're going to talk about an oldie but a goodie um, that is near and dear to me and Pat's heart, and that is the Air Force One Houston Astro All Star Game Family and Friends pair. Ooh. This pair released in two thousand and six. And was handed out to VIPs at the NBA All Star Game in Houston, um, in two thousand and six. Yeah. Um. It it offers a uh, I guess at the time, hell, throwback Astro colorway. Yeah, it was like that tequila sunrise colorway. (laughs) So in in the orange, light orange, yellow, navy. Um. I'm gonna be honest, guys. This is an Eleanor pair for me, man. Like, mm, I bet. Like, I, uh, if I could ever get this one, man, like life is good. I'm I don't right know if I can wear you. it, but if I can ever get like a used pair of these, I would rock the shit out of these. Um, Pat, what do you remember about this pair, man? So I remember it being. Uh, I remember the All Star Game was 2006. Yep. Um, I remember. What grade were you in? Uh, 2006. I was in eighth grade. No, no, no. Is it eighth grade? Yeah. I was eighth grade going to ninth grade. I was a freshman so, in uh, college. Yeah. So that was that time where like sneakers was was really big to me and, and it was still good Air Force One era. And uh, that was also, you know, a shoe that you might have seen on Kicks on Fire or Nice Kicks or on the web, Nike Talk. And uh, yeah, I, I've, I've definitely seen it in person. Um, I don't own it. I know. I think Doctor doc, the Doctor uh, Greg Grovey owns a pair. You're not even from Houston, but uh, <laughs> Ooh, that sounds uh, like some hate. Dog. Nah, nah, nah. I, I, wouldn't, hey. I wouldn't expect anyone else but to, you know, Mister Mister yeah. Greg Grovey to have it, man. And I'm happy he does because uh, it's a really it's a really good one, man. It's um, definitely something that I'm always you know searching uh, eBay for and uh, for a good price cause nah, for sure. you can find it it's just are you gonna pay that price right but no nah, man I mean you know being a Houston kid man I, I think that was a super dope especially like highlighting the baseball team during a basketball uh, uh, packed weekend and uh, yeah man it, I, I definitely it was, remember uh, that it was, uh, it was three that came out that weekend yep. it was tears mm-hmm. it was the uh 
like the boutique level one or uh neighborhood account, which was the uh stars and stripes, yep. blue, red and patent leather and white. I've owned that multiple times, and I, I w- wish I had kept at least two pairs of those. So I'm looking for those forever too. Um, it was this one, and it was a promo it was a tier zero one. Yep, that uh was like it was a leather upper, right? So it was so yes, so it's um or three M. I know so, how three M hits. Yeah, it, it kind of has a feel like of of a, like a three M upper, three M upper. Um, that was the. That was the promo sample, the PE promo sample with the Texas, the state of Texas outlined on the back heel. Right. Um, that one was really cool. It has the the translucent midsole on the bottom. It has a rocket. Um, man, that one is a beautiful shoe. I uh, I never got that one either, just because that one was like super exclusive. If I'm not mistaken, I don't. I'm trying to think where that one might have even released that. It you know it could have. I don't, I don't know. know what the situation was with that. Like yeah, being a tier zero, would that be something that premium got? You know, I'm not entirely too sure. That that I mean, that could have been. I'm trying to think of House of Hoops was open back then because man, that's another thing too. I mean, we had two House of Hoops, uh, House of Hoops in Houston, and um, I think at the time and, we only had one. Well, it was Northline and the Galleria. In 06, it was both of them? I, I, I'm, I thought Northline opened a few years later. It could have been. Yeah, it could have been. Um, and House of Hoops opened like... Yeah, it would have definitely had to be PG if if uh, if anybody what? got it. Yeah. I don't even... Th- if I'm... I, I could be wrong, but I don't even think House of Hoops was open when this came out. Yeah. Because uh, Doc, when he was working for Nice Kicks, he went down, I think, for the grand opening mm-hmm. of House of Hoops in the Galleria and interviewed Bun B. Oh, and that yeah, was like, yeah, that's right. And that was like 2010 ish, 2009. Could be right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No earlier right. than maybe than 08. So, like, that wasn't in existence. Like, that would have been All Star. What was the one uh, with the KD4 and All Star 2011? With like the outer space theme stuff, the that was like the the Roswell alien and you know lunar forces and stuff like that. Yes, that was the yes. first like big all star. Yeah, House of Hoops. I remember um, that too. I I remember KD yeah. doing an interview at the Galleria. So I'm guessing, uh, just backtracking and doing our our history. Excuse me. Um, it would have either had to been PG. Yeah. Or active. Yeah, it could have been. That's yeah, and, and to be honest, like I said, I didn't see that shoe floating around too much. Um, you know, that was again me kind of really taking sneakers serious. You know, uh, seventh grade me. You know, being like that oh four oh five. You know, it probably was floating around in Houston. And and to be honest, I mean, there could have just been pairs given out to people that attended. I know uh, there there was uh, my buddy uh, Jeff, who was one of the most low key. You know sneakerheads in Houston man he uh he actually has a pair and uh he said that his brother you know was able to get that pair or like I don't know if it was a Craigslist post or what it was Damn. but somebody that attended the all-star game you know it could have been a higher up or someone involved with the NBA but he ended up snagging a a 10 and a half and uh I think he still has it to this day but but yeah that was definitely I mean there was really two unicorns in that you know For everyone sure. saw that uh that the one the the patent leather the red with the stars and the blue, 
Um, but those other two, man, like definitely diamonds out there that. No, for sure. You know. Speaking of H Town Forces, what you got by your feet, Bubba? What, what, what's that? <laughs> oh man, these sitting by your leg like like a puppy dog. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, I've I'm, I've said it before. You know, anything Houston. I love, you know, where I'm from and, and everything. And uh, this shoe, uh, I just wanted to talk about it. I don't know if uh, if it was going to be brought up in conversation. but uh, Give us a story. Yeah, man. Um, so this is the H-Town Air Force One uh, in the, the Navy in white. Um, Navy toe box. Yeah, Navy toe box. H-Town the, the H-Town hill. on the back. Yeah, with the, you know, red uh, stitching, you know, H-Town on the tongue. Uh man, this this shoe means a lot to me just cuz uh I think this was the shoe that kind of got me started in and and really uh you've asked the question on, you know, it made you, you know, addicted, addicted to fresh. fresh. And uh I think this might have been the one, you know, I think if you asked me that question, hold that thought. Uh-oh. Uh let me just go ahead and intro you. All right, uh, because <laughs> we'll just lead right into it. So you don't have to repeat it twice. Um, Future of Fashion with Pat Gutierrez. This is like my own personal uh, fashion guy <laughs> when I'm wow. trying to figure out stuff because I'm just strictly sneakers and I like to be comfortable. But first pe- first question, good brother. Uh, growing up in Houston, what's the pair that made you addicted to fresh? Take the stage. There we go. Okay, <laughs> cool. Man, um, so... I like this question because it's kind of a two-parter. Um, so, uh, being born and raised in Houston, um, my What's father. Uh, so I grew up in Spring Branch on the northwest side of town. Okay. Um, and uh, my father, who was um, from El Salvador, and um, mom, you know, that was from Mexico. Um, it's it's really kind of interesting growing up, right when. Uh, when you go visit these countries when you're young, right, you don't realize that the they see things like a Nike and they're blown away by it because it's something that you don't see every day. Mm. And so for my dad, who's also a big, you know, sneaker enthusiast, I wouldn't say enthusiast, he just likes sneakers. Uh, that man's got more shoes than me and he don't even know what he has. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, he's the, he's the reason why I, I got into sneakers, I think, because... Uh, for him coming to America, you know, trying to find the American dream and, you know, he bought, you know, his first pair of Nikes as a symbol of like, man, like I own Nikes now, you know what I'm saying? And me being young, wanting to be like my dad, um, he, the first shoe that I can remember, I might have been four or five, maybe six years old. And I remember was the Air Max Plus. Um, because he had them on. I didn't know what they were, of course, because I was so young, but I wanted them because of my dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that was uh, one spark that knew that I always liked shoes. And then, of course, growing up, I started following basketball players. So I, w- I wanted to be like Iverson, so I bought the Iversons, you know, and, and the T-Macs and all that, all the good stuff, all right. the greats. Um, but then... I think middle school was the year, and I think it's for every kid, you know, if you have kids in middle school, that's when they're trying to figure themselves out. Like, am I cool? Yep. You know, am I fly? You what know, am I an athlete? To? Definitely. And uh, this H-Town Air Force One released when I was in about seventh grade, and uh, I had just made the basketball team, and um, 
you know, I, I come from a house where you get two shoes a, a school year. Amen. One, <laughs> one before school. I'm sorry, one before school starts yeah. and then Christmas break. There you go. So with me making the basketball team, um, mom allowed me to get a, a third pair for the year mm. so I can play ball in them. And uh, during the time, it was either a Hirachi 2K4, mm. which was awesome back then. You, everyone was, you know, it was such right. a dope shoe. Um, it was the Jordan 4 Classic, the all-white with the green uh, – Eyelids, metallic green. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't think it was metallic though. I think it was just a, a oh, green. like the yeah, forest yeah. green. Oh, they oh, brought okay, it back yeah. with metallic green. You, you show right. Yeah, yeah. And then and then these guys, right? And so the you know the guy that I was, I'm like, man, I, a Houston shoe, like that's crazy, right? Like I I was at all, and I had to make an adult decision. It's like, do I get the Air Force Ones, but it, you know, or do I get the actual purpose basketball shoe to play right. ball because. I got a type of mom that would tell me, if, if I'm going to get you these shoes to play ball in them, I better see you lace them up on Thursday <laughs> night's game, you know? Mm -hmm. So I went ahead and I got the Hirachis and I balled out in them and I, you know, played basketball that year and I never got them. Um, so this shoe is near and dear to my heart. Um, I have a couple of them, some of them not wearable, but if I see them out in the wild, I snipe them um, just because in seventh grade, I wanted them so bad, and 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 uh, I'm lucky enough and fortunate enough to have friends that have held on to them and might have sold them to me or or uh, can appreciate the shoe as much as I do. Yeah, and, Omaha. Uh, uh, what store had those three shoes? So back in the day, it was Slim Pickens. We weren't, you know, L.A., New right. York. We were we're the South. So um, I remember walking into my local Foot Locker and and seeing those on the shelves. Um, all of them, uh, you know, like I mentioned, I mean, back then we we had what we, foot lockers. I think, you know, foot champs actually. weren't as uh, popular, but I, I think I they feel were. I like it was around. more athlete's foot. No, yes. And not just just for feet. If boy, <laughs> yep. th yeah, boy, just for feet was an experience in itself for those that love sneakers in the 90s. Uh, you go in there and they had a basketball court you could try them on mm. and you walk in and ask what's the latest and greatest and yeah. you know these are the Jordan 13s these are the you know Air Force 1s these are the Vince Carters you know these are the T-Max and then you know that was a, a great time but uh it was Foot Locker if I'm not mistaken at Memorial City Mall Gotcha 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 okay um we've been chopping it up all weekend you came and spent the weekend with me um but uh uh like I stated before, you're one of my friends. Like I value your opin opinion on the fashion tip, sure. whether that's you know what brands we should bring into the shop, uh, you know, jeans for plus size models like myself, <laughs> or anything like that. But uh, like what I almost feel like you have an equal um, passion for sneakers that you do fashion. Definitely on the clothing side, Definitely. what made you addicted to fresh? Man, that's a good. I was not. Uh, I was not expecting that one. Uh, man, to be honest, um, shout out to my mom, man. Um, since I can remember, you know, old pictures of myself, I was always wearing polo, Tommy Hilfiger, Nautica, 
you know, I, I'm I'm definitely from the polo boots and starch jeans era. For sure. Uh, body you know, rock, body rock, rock, rock. With <laughs> you got to have a can of stay flow and, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like starch up the jeans that they For stand sure. up on their own. You might <laughs> yeah. jump into your jeans. Um, but no, nah, man, I, I think uh, the 90s was a great time in in fashion and hip hop and, and, and sneakers uh, kind of becoming what it was from the beginning and uh I, I think you know for me i can only think about my mom man she always wanted me to look you know decent and you know go into wieners and put in <laughs> put in clothes ho, 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 ho. you there are very few people that get that <laughs> reference of wieners yeah because there was one down the street it was that wieners keeps you looking great yeah, or less yeah. and oh when people move to austin and they you know that's one of my like Hey, how long you been here? What do you remember? If they say wieners, yeah. I know they've been here for 35 years or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man. So like just, I mean, I remember my mom going up there, putting clothes on layaway when, you know, layaway, mm -hmm. you know, and she made sure she she got that polo, you know, out for me for picture day when I was in kindergarten. And, <laughs> and shout out to mom, man. Like I said, she just wanted me to make sure I look presentable, you yeah, know, in her yeah. eyes. And it just evolved, man. I think uh, growing up in, in, in Houston in the South. Um, I wanted to be like the people I look up to, whether they were athletes or they were musicians, producers, or, or you know, artists. Um, I transitioned kind of into that. Like I said, middle school was good for me because that was that 2004, 2005 time where Kanye is coming onto the scene and mm -hmm. and Pharrell is out, you know, doing Pharrell what he does, and and I wanted to dress like them, right? But even before them, um. Uh, I wanted to dress like them cats from New York, you know, like I wanted to dress like Cameron. I wanted to dress <laughs> like them dudes, uh, you know, in the East Coast. So and they were I mean, you look at Wu-Tang, they were rocking polo, the 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 snow beach, you know, jackets mm -hmm. and the good bubbles and the, you know, the biggie jackets and and all that good stuff. And and uh, I just kind of always gravitated toward that hip hop scene. And and, and uh, fashion is such a, a unique circle that just kind of keeps coming back into, you know, it goes and comes back, you know? Wow. And, uh, and I think that was when the sneakers slowed down for me when I was just kind of, and that could be where we're at now, where it's like I, clothes never really stopped for me. So my style changed from skinny jeans to baggier jeans to, <laughs> you know, what we see today with the vintage and, and, uh, you know, so I, I've always been interested in it just because it's constantly changing and it challenges us to be different. And that's what, shoes to me is is so cool about shoes because uh if you wear a specific kind of shoe uh i can kind of tell you know how long you've been into it by there you go. the knowledge that you have <laughs> and i think clothes does that for me too good shit good shit um being a brim bro as well as <laughs> a sneaker enthusiast what are you getting these names from man that's what he does man top of the dome man uh when putting together a fit for the day yeah. do you dress from the feet up or the crown down? Man, you know, that's crown a great down. question. Jeez. Right? Because before, right, we would grab the sneakers and then... Uh, I and still do it like that. I think mm -hmm. if you ask my girlfriend, she'll tell you two different, three different answers. Because <laughs> I I used to be the one that how long is it going to take for you to get ready? And, then, <laughs> and, and she'll get ready and I'm still in the closet like... Man, does this hat match these shoes? Yeah. Does the right. uh, hey babe, does this do this does this green match this green? Like yeah. and 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 uh shout out to her, man. And uh but no, nah, <laughs> man, I think man, that's a good question. I I think it's still believe it or not, I start with the pants. 
or the shorts. Mm. Okay. The shorts are important. Yeah, yeah. Especially in Texas, man. Like, uh, so I start with the with the bottoms of being either pants or shorts, and then I go to the shoes because I'm the type of cat. If you've seen, you know, seen me recently, I'm usually wearing a blank shirt, you know, or maybe a, a subtle graphic tee. Uh, I might be rocking a white tee or a black tee with a fitted hat and comfy pants or. You know, I might wear some denim if it's not too hot. So I think it's funny. I actually, I think I start from the 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 jeans or the the pants, and then I work to shoes. Then I go to hat because the shirt can always just be a a good pro club tee or a, a, right. a plain shaka or or a, just a regular you know plain Jane. Interesting. Uh, a few years back, you decided to move to New York or New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Julie. <laughs> um, what did you learn from a fashion perspective by living in a city that sets most of the fashion trends that matriculate to the culture and country? I learned that I ain't shit. No, no, no seriousness. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I thought I was a pretty decently dressed fly dude until I moved to New York and I see a 15 year old kid just, you know, wearing all Rick Owens and and all this high end fashion stuff. We got dudes on the subway wearing, you know, Balenciaga jackets, and 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 I'm just kind of like, man, I thought I was the, I thought I was doing it, <laughs> you know. Here I am with my, you know, cool cargos and my flannel, you know, and uh, right. nah, man. But uh, it was it was awesome, you know. I soaked up a lot of game, and and these dudes that if you listen to these guys that that are in the scene, right, the the Angelo Baquez and the and uh, even Nas has said it, man, like when you're in New York City, man, it's a runway show for these people when they step out, you know, like like and it's not it's not something that they feel they have to do It's just they're just fly. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was fortunate enough to meet some really cool people that have worked with some really cool brands and, and done some really cool things. And, you know, they oh, like this jacket was actually given to me because I shot. Uh, I did a, a photo shoot for this brand and I just took it home with me and <laughs> and some of their parents might have worked for some of these cool brands and oh my, my mom was a buyer for Barney's or you know and that was like really cool because again again a kid from Houston that likes clothes to go up there and, and now I'm in the mecca of American fashion right. you know it, 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 I feel like it starts in, in, in Japan and then it yep. goes to New York and then from New York it kind of trickles down through the states uh, it was really, it was an eye opener for me, man. And I think, uh, I soaked up a lot of game, man, because out there, what I respect the most is that they like what they like. No one dresses the same, you know, uh, you see dudes that are super heavy into Americana or, you know, high fashion, or you just your regular dudes just with a cool vintage band tee and, and some, some vintage Levi's and he's rocking some really cool, uh, you know, Kayanos, or he's wearing some, you know, New Balances, or some some really dope boots, and uh, and I really appreciate that fashion sense that I got in New York because it really allowed me to be like, man, I, you don't have to be the flyest because they don't care, and neither should we, you know, mm-hmm. just be comfortable and and feel happy in the in the clothes that you put on and and how they make you feel, and and I really appreciate that uh, that game that I soaked up, Omaha. What are two trends that uh, I guess you soaked up in New York and you brought back to the H? I'm going to say fitted hats. Okay. 
Yeah, fitted hats. Now, that's I, hard to believe just because how prominent fitted hats are now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't get me wrong. So was I this mean, like snapback era or coming out of snapback era? Nah, man. Honestly, you know, I'm the I, I'm saying it like I've. If you look back on our pictures, I'm sure we've had a fitted hat on. Uh, you know, for. I'm, you know, back in the day when we left the stickers on the hats, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that was a thing. But no, nah, man, um, honestly, just they don't care about what team they rocking. They, 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 it's about the flavors and the colors that they got. And I was just such a Houston, you know, Astros fan that like, I, you know, I still only rock Astros hats, but, but it was just a dope accessory that I didn't really utilize. Back then I was rocking the hats that the Astros wore. I didn't dive into, the colorful Astros hats. If it wasn't right. terracotta and black, or if it wasn't orange and navy, I didn't really wear it. But out there, I mean, you see New York hats with the pink underbrim and the and the you know forest green upper with the white New York logo, and they matching it with real clean with their flannel and the and I and honestly, I was like, man, like I actually don't have a uh, you know uh, orange an all orange Astros hat with the pink underbrim, like you know, getting real creative with the colors. And I just really soaked it up a lot. And this was before it blew up, like it's blown up here in Texas. You know, my buddies out there, like you just walk into a, they actually have these like hat stores. You go down, you go to Jamaica, uh, Jamaica Queens and, you know, go to, you know, Sports World, uh, exclusive fitted, these stores that are just strictly hats of all teams, of all flavors. You walk in, get you something that match with the fit and you just throw it on and you rock, you know, and, and, uh, that was something that I'm just kind of like, cool. Now I still stuck with my Astros, but right. it just allowed me to pick some different flavors of Astros. No, for sure. And uh, and that's something that you know when I came back and and I see it kind of bubbling here, and then it blew up to be what it is today. It's just kind of like, man, like a few years ago, like I would just walk into a a hat club or a, or a, a, a sports world or exclusive fitteds, and and I could just grab a hat, and now. I'm trying to buy a hat and it sells out instantly. And I think it's kind of crazy, but, <laughs> but that's one thing that I can say, like, you know, I got a little bit more into it over there and brought it back. But, um, the second one would actually be, um, shoes, right? Like I kind of ventured off into that Solomon that, uh, I would say that more outdoorsy, tactical uh sneaker right yeah the hokas even hokas um uh keanos uh solomon's you know just getting a little bit more stepping outside of the box from your typical air force one or uh wallow or wallaby uh, call them wallows <laughs> over there uh that you see in new york because they're they're still heavy out there man the air force one is and will forever be the superior silhouette, especially in the East Coast. Oh, oh. hallelujah, brother! <laughs> when, when's the last time Keenan went uh, over to the uh, the East Coast? See, you said Keenan. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. He he would love it, man. I mean, just the the sneaker culture out there is is uh, it's obviously it's it's bigger, right? Because people, those kids that grew up in New York that weren't into Dude, it, that's crazy. Yeah, you know. But you got some real old heads out there that that mm. are sitting in, in, you know, they got a basement full of shoes yeah. that, you know, what I'm saying like those stories are true. Like, oh, they went down to the basement and pulled out a pair of, you know, Air Force Ones from the '90s or from the '80s. You know, like that's crazy. crazy colors and like there's a ton of great content of Clark Kent talking about. You know, you had to go to different cities to get different flavors, man, like different boroughs to get different, you know, and 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 you can still feel that over there if you really 
you know, look down and, and you could see who was really doing it back then. And that's the mecca of sneakers, man. And it was really cool to experience that. Wow, for sure. Shout out to the uh, to my East Coast brother and uh Ray Gabagoo <laughs> and those guys, man. Um I'm Stephen Q. Urkel, <laughs> and I finally landed a date with Laura Winslow. Oh, my God. Oh, Laura. <laughs> uh, I have no swag and don't know where to find any kind of drip. I have $200 for a fit. Not bad. What's your recommendation? Okay. Um, so, that's a good question, man. Um, I, I would suggest... Supporting your local vintage shops mm-hmm. that that spend all day in the bins. You know, shout out to my to my boy Fabricio Roundhouse Vintage. No free shout outs. No free shout outs. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, and my my boy Thomas Pena Mania. Uh, no free shout outs. No free shout outs. Um, <laughs> they, you know, they do such an awesome job of curating and spending hours at the at the rag house just digging for unique pieces and uh, I think that's the reason why vintage is where it's at right now uh, because of the creativity the 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 how people can you know find a shirt from 25 years ago and it have character that no other shirt can have because it's been in you know washed so many times so for that person that's got a hot date, I think vintage is the good way to go about it because mm. you might not need to spend that whole 200 to go in and get you some really cool army surplus, you know, cargo pants with uh, or uh, some vintage Levi's with the orange tab. Mm. And, you know, and uh, my, you might get, just get you a regular plain white tee that you have from, you know, from Costco or from wherever. I mean, I could talk about plain white tees, which ones are the best. I prefer the heavier ones. And you get you a nice little flannel. Um, yeah, man. And I think you rock that way. I think the vintage, you might save a few dollars. You're helping the the, the earth, you know. And uh, I think vintage is here to stay. And I think if you got 200 bucks and you're looking for a hot date and you want to stand out, I don't think there's any other better way than to uh, go find you a, a, a one-of-one shirt that's been through a lot. And you can see it in the color and how it's faded and, you know. I, I really enjoy vintage. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Pat. Um, <laughs> Let me know how that date goes. <laughs> um, what are some of your favorite brands at the moment and why? Uh, that's a good question, too. Um, I mentioned vintage, but if we talk about brands, um, I'm a huge fan of kind of that workwear, that Americana kind of... Uh, fashion um so dickies is is always been good to me um i love um ralph lauren um i think a a lot of people can agree on that uh ralph lauren is is timeless man Mm -hmm. and uh you can never go wrong with some new or vintage ralph lauren um double rl specifically um i love their stuff um, now it might hurt your pockets a little bit, but you know, you kind of can grow into that, uh, especially like in polo, but, um, man, uh, awake New York, um, mm. uh, just cause I'm a, a big Angelo fan, um, because of what he does and what he represents for the Latino community. Um, I, I, I would love to see him, you know, I would love to see people support that brand, especially if you're Latino and you, uh, 
you know, what he does for the for the city, you know, for New York City and, and always like just staying true to Queens. And even though I'm not from Queens, I, I look up and I see somebody like him, you know, who was a brand, you know, the brand director for Supreme, man. And to start your own stuff and 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 be where he is, open his own store. I think that's inspiring. So I I, I hold the wake up there pretty high. Um, but man, there's tons of good ones, man. I think, uh, you know, not to just mention the easy Ralph Lauren, uh, awakes good, man. I, I really, you know, I really enjoy the Japanese brands. Um, you know, capital's got some good stuff. Uh, Sakai's awesome. They, they do more than just Nike collabs. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think I'm, I'm more true to that Japanese style of, uh, of a uh, fashion, you know, and, and, and it, and they all kind of take away from vintage. Like it, it, it all comes back to it. I must say it's that, uh, industrial feel. Exactly. Right? Yeah. No, hundred percent. I mean, from Dickie, Dickie pants, Carhartt, Carhartt whip, uh, Ben Davis, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting, man. Cause they, they look like mechanic shirts, right. Or bowling tees. And, yeah. and you are starting to see that trend kind of come back. Like, Everybody this walking dude, around yeah. looking like the uh, Dan Connor. Yeah, man. You, or, or, or they call them, or even uh, you might see the uh, they call them the Gabagool shirts. Those old, those old uh, in the vintage. You see those old bowling tees, yeah. and like that's coming back in style, man. Like and and you know with this Texas Heat man, a nice linen shirt or like a can't beat uh, it. You can't beat it, man. Especially if you got some some good uh, some good uh, pants to go with it. You know, maybe a little cropped, and you got your. Air Force Ones on or whatever you're liking, you know, the the smaller, what do they call it? The smaller, the the dunks. Uh, inferior silhouette. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You wear, if, even if you wear those, they'll look good too, yeah. you know? Uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, nah, man, bro. you just be comfortable in what you wear, man. And, and I think there's there's tons of variety and I think that's what's awesome about clothes. Um, there's tons of good content out there if if, uh, if, you, if your budget only allows you to wear certain things i mean you could always get away with a plain white tee and, and some good you know jeans or anything mm -hmm. like that from your local vintage shop man good deal lucille <laughs> being a former employee of a mop month year uh -huh. slash social status what are some fashion gems that you picked up while working for an upscale clothing boutique so yeah so i i uh i was able to work at social status for a little bit um you know, as a part-time gig, just to, you know, the discount, you know, and, and just kind of be in the shop. I think that's, I love being around this stuff. So, um, man, to be honest, it was, um, it's the stuff that I still like to this day, man. Um, outside of the sneakers, man, I think some of the stuff that I, it was really cool to actually see some of these higher end pieces that might've been too far out of my budget. Mm -hmm. Um, but to actually see them, see the difference, feel the difference, um, to actually look at Junior Watsonabe jeans, you know, and, and you know, I'm not a huge fan of like, um, you know, Balenciaga or anything like that. But to see that in store and actually try it on and, and you know, would I spend this amount of money on this? I wouldn't. But but uh, I, I really enjoyed the part of educating people on these brands like, hey, man, like. These are just reconstructed Levi's. Who is Junior Wantanabe? And 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 why are these jeans, you know, six hundred, seven hundred dollars? And so uh, having that time to educate them on, 
you know, well, these are salvaged denim, you know, they, they're going to, you know, color with time, you know, you don't wash these, they're reconstructed. These, you know, these patches aren't just like heat pressed on, they're actually stitched. Like someone's hands actually worked on these and, yeah. and, and give it this character. Right. And these, they're meant to be stacked at the bottom and, and, you know, really selling it to a customer. And, uh, I really enjoyed that part of working there, you know, but as far as the brands, um, I was pretty familiar with most of them. Um, it was really cool to see some of the brands at social status that I might have not been too, you know, hip on, like, you know, like Bricks and Wood, which is a cool brand out of California. Yeah. Um, seeing Kids of Immigrants, which is also another great brand. Um, you know, seeing them in boutiques now is really cool. So it, I, I really enjoyed learning the stories of, I mean, Born yeah. and raised is another one. I mean, I don't think I don't, I'm not I don't, I'm not 100. I don't think it's in social status, but but someone like that type of brand, somebody like something like that coming into your shop and and learning about it. That's what I really enjoyed about working at uh, Omaha. Uh, what were some of the more popular brands? Mm -hmm. And as far as the more uh, elevated brands, can can you give us a like? I don't want to say a customer stereotype, but a customer profile. Of like who's coming in and buying Balenciaga, who's coming in and buying yeah, Jordan yeah. Wants to know Um That's funny. Uh, so James, I'm a fan of James's uh, James Whitner's uh, the layout of his stores because it's kind of like a journey. So you're, you know, I felt like if you're younger, kind of more into the graphic tees, you were shopping at social status, and then when you got a little bit more money, you elevated your game up and. And uh, and you went to Alma Manier and, mm -hmm. and and you spent a little bit more because you're getting a little more high end, right? And uh, so what I found myself kind of more in social status just because it was a little bit more outdoorsy. It not outdoorsy, like I say, like more affordability. It was more affordable, so it had a little bit of everything because from their graphic tees up to the rude that they sold in social status, the off white that they sold in in social status. Um, it was really cool. So I think that the customer that would come into social was that, you know, young professional, but maybe that high school kid too. So that high school kid to that young professional, that's trying to look good for that date that you were talking about, right. or, uh, you know, just want to just want something that they can wear on the first day of school or, that's you might want to wear this t-shirt to brunch you know like uh that was that customer at social as to where that ama manier you were going to drop that bag because you know you were able to get the balenciaga you were able to get the dior you were able to get uh the ready-made you know the super high-end stuff right and uh and from there you kind of you know we, the dope boys usually can kind of come in there and drop a bag and not think twice they ain't really they weren't really worried about uh, a story. They just, you know, where's the new Balenciaga at? You know, right. And, and, you know, they definitely drop bags in there when they go in there and uh, they don't look at that price tag. And <laughs> it's a little bit too baller for me. So I'm going to, I usually just hung out at social status. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, being a native Houstonian, what's your favorite trend of Houston's past and present? And what's the future forecast that you can see the city adopting? That's, a, that's another good question. Um, man, uh, I remember, I mean, back in the day, man, I mean, I, I, I'm sure you can talk about it too. I mean, we used to go to the malls and grab screw shirts and Algiers and, 
grab a mixtape on the way out and 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 might stop at the Foot Locker to get you some shoes. Right. Um, you know, and uh that was the time, man. I mean, ball fades and braids and and uh depending on what side of Houston you were from, uh, you know, if you were typically from the north side, you wore braids and if you were from the south side, you rocked the fade. Uh, but yeah, man, that, the 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 fashion back then was interesting, man. I mean, we were real big on the polos, but there was a time, man, where everyone was wearing screw shirts and and you know SUC shirts and Algiers, like I was mentioning. Um, and it's kind of cool, man, because you see some of those shirts in vintage stores now, and it's just a, like such a nostalgic uh, feel. Like, man, I remember this shirt being hung up in that store that sold mixtapes, and you know, and. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was really cool, man. And uh, but yeah, man. I mean, I see Houston's growing, man. With a lot of people. I mean, not just Houston. I mean, here in Austin too. I mean, all the people moving here from the East Coast and West Coast. I mean, they bring a flavor to them too. Like, you know, they bring their their style to it. And right. I think it allows us to adapt a little better. I know people have this sense, and I agree at, at times that we're we're behind in the fashion. And and I agree. I mean, it just takes a little bit longer for it to trickle down to the South, but. you know, as Texas grows, I mean, I think the fashion can grow too. And there's a ton of great, you know, brands and, and, and opportunity for people to, uh, you know, be fashionistas and, and, and grow and and become something organic from Texas. And uh, I'm, I, I really can't answer that question, man, as far as how do I see it in in the future, but I'm excited to see what it turns out to, to be, because uh, I think, uh, I think Houston's a huge metropolitan city with a lot of opportunity, especially for uh, small businesses and, and minority-owned businesses and, and people that look like us. And I hope those people that come and, and you know might bring some flavor to us, and we can kind of remix it and revamp it into something that's Houston. You know? Oh, for sure. Uh, so we're kind of like a generation apart in age, but uh, for me, it was definitely Starchy Archies, yeah. like you mentioned. <laughs> yeah. Um. It was polo and Tommy Hilfiger polo. That's a fact. The more stripes, the better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, tailwinds were a big thing. Yeah. Air Max Plus were a big thing as oh, yeah. far as on the feet. Um, of course, you always had Retro Jordans. Mm-hmm. Air Max 95s was a big deal. Yeah. It wasn't until Nelly dropped Air Force Ones that in Houston that it that's when you couldn't keep them in the store. That's true. Like like Although they had like colors that released on... Certain days, mm-hmm. uh, one that comes to mind for me, like, what was that? It was my freshman or sophomore year was a navy and baby blue Air Force One low. So, uh, navy blue bottom, white midsole, navy blue upper, uh, Carolina blue swoosh. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I like, like that, that that's one that, like, yeah. I wasn't in the sneakers back then, but, like, you might Past have had thousand. I was like, Fuck, you might have had to go find a UNC jersey. Yeah, <laughs> man, that that was a good one. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like, I also remember like Air Force One coming out and like, oh, bro, you couldn't. Cats was like bro. paying their creative friends the color they Air Force One. Bro, spray Air paint them. Um, yeah, yeah, spray bro. paint tees back in the day, man. Like <laughs> airbrush tees. Yep, that was around the uh, camera time. Uh, Absolutely, pink man. Range Rover and stuff like that. Um, 100%. Man, I've definitely having friends like you make me pay attention more to uh, fashion. And like, of course, you know, you look at L.A. and you look at uh, New York. But the only thing about that is it's regional. You yeah. know, like for the most part, you can wear like a 
a light windbreaker or some type of jacket in New York year yeah, round. Yeah. You can't do that here. No, nope. not maybe for yeah. one day. Yeah. But you ain't gonna put no bubble on. You might you a bubble jacket. Yeah, you might in February or January yeah. on a on a freeze week. You know I think what I'm a saying? heavy like, hoodie is, is at best. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But um so it's hard to like determine what's gonna come down here. Yeah. Um from a footwear perspective though, I I, I think that uh like a Solomon, mm -hmm. a uh, Hoka mm -hmm. are gonna grow. And Definitely. It sucks because with brands like that, they're already successful without the culture. Absolutely. But it takes them a while to come around to like, hey, it's money to be made if like we <laughs> Market adopt this, right. this culture. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm intrigued to see that as well as like what happens fashion wise, like clothing wise. 100%. Um, you're my go-to guy of uh, of new Houston. Now, granted, <laughs> I was born and raised in Houston, but uh, at this point- I spent 18 years in Houston, yeah. 18 years in Austin. So, like... Man, yeah. Yeah, bro. So, like, I spent just as much time in Austin as I have in Houston. Um, what's your favorite restaurant in the H right now, and how often do you frequent it? My favorite restaurant in Houston. Um... There's a lot, man. Some of those restaurants are actually just taco stands, um, <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, man, restaurant, man, there's, there's, um, I love, no free shout outs, but uh, my friend Victoria, um, she's a chef. She uh, has a restaurant, a Mexican restaurant, real tradition, like real Mexican, not Tex-Mex. Uh, it's called Cochinita. It's actually uh, off a telephone uh, close to U of H. Mm. Um, and that is, in all honesty, I'll take anybody there, man. If you want a true taste of some real good home cooking, Mexican cooking, I suggest anyone go there and just experience uh, the dishes. Her mom works there, and and you could taste the the love and the food that she <laughs> makes. So, uh, no free shout outs, but I got to shout out her. Um, one of my favorites. We definitely go pretty often for brunch, for breakfast, for dinner. What's your go-to uh, plate? Oh, uh, man. So when we go, because we will go. Yeah, we definitely will yeah. go. Uh, man, honestly, her cochinita pibil taco is awesome. Um, even for breakfast, her chilaquiles are amazing. Um, red chilaquiles, which is really unique because I usually get, I'm team green salsa. Um, mm. I'm team green here. Uh, but she makes an awesome uh, red chilaquiles plate. Um, her tamales are amazing. With an egg on top um, for breakfast, Ew. yeah, man. So uh, I would I would suggest you try her tacos, uh, cochinita pibil. Um, you know, but if she has great vegetarian options too for those. Is it a cochinita and company? Yes, it is. I'm looking at the pictures, right? Yeah, please. Is that the, the, please follow the birria. <laughs> the oh my god, it's all. Oh, that looks amazing. Yeah. No, that's not it. Yeah, it is. I don't know. She got a little bit of everything, man. I mean, from fideo soup to to tacos to just a traditional plate, beans, rice, and a protein, you know. And like I mentioned, vegetarian options that I didn't think I'd like, but here I am eating, you know, veggie veggie dishes, you know. And, and uh, yeah, man, so just, you know, her. But, you know, for those that like a little bit something different, Truth Barbecue is amazing. Oh, uh, yeah. If yeah, we want to talk here. about a barbecue spot um, in in uh, in Houston, uh, shout out to Truth Barbecue. No free shout outs. Oh, no free shout outs. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to give you one more. So I gave you a barbecue, a true Mexican uh, restaurant. And 
Can it be a pop up? Sure. Booze Burgers. Booze Burgers. No uh, free shout outs. Yeah, no free shout outs. Shout, but shout out to my boy Joseph Boudreaux. Um, a trail burger? Uh, I, I haven't. Yeah, people are, are all hyped about I, I don't right know now. how good a burger's got to be to stand two, three hours outside in this heat for it. Don't, I, I'll try it one day. Um, but you know what I'm saying? But for now, I'm going to rock with my boy because, uh, man, for him to be doing what he's doing, his wife and, and his team popping up, selling burgers, uh, making a name for himself and getting recognized in Houston is a beautiful thing. And I'm going to be honest, man, it's the best burger I've had in Houston. So no no cap, no free shout outs. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, you definitely got to catch him on Instagram and see where he's going to be at because my man might flip the switch and not do burgers that weekend and he might do a po' boy, uh, mm. oxtail po' boy at a restaurant mm. and take over the kitchen. And I think that's what's so cool about Houston being such a diverse uh, culinary uh, melting pot of uh, just different flavors. And uh, I could sit, that could be its own episode, me just recommending places in Houston. But uh, I think I'm happy with those three. If I could have a booze burger, some barbecue from Truth and some tacos from Cochinita, I'd be a happy Houstonian. Mm, shout out my, my boy Boudreaux, man. Yes, sir. Some of the best crawfish I ever tasted. No free shout outs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Recently, you and some uh, friends um, came together like Voltron <laughs> and formed a uh, creative collective by the name of Portis. Mm-hmm. Um, how did that come about? And what was y'all's inspiration to start this collective? That's cool that you're asking me about it. Um, I didn't think we were going to talk about it, but That's let's what talk about do, it. Buddy. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So Portis, um, it's interesting, man, because we don't know what it is outside of a collective creative, man. Um, it consists of four of us. It is myself, my boy Labrado, my boy Joey, and my boy Daniel. Um, all different backgrounds. Um it just kind of started off as like, you know, we all geek about the same stuff, whether it be fashion, architecture, home decor, um, and design. And uh, it started off with us um, honestly just, it started off as designing a vase for uh, a really awesome omakase restaurant in Houston, uh, Neo, which is another place that I can throw in there as a, as a, check a, a place to check out in Houston if you can get a seat at the table uh Neo Omakase no free shout outs uh, no free shout outs uh we designed a uh, just a, a vase right and it's kind of cool cuz for a second i used to think about like man it's just a vase you know but the having somebody like Joey who's like a a a genius on a computer and doing renderings and you know what color do you think this would look good in the setting and it started off like that man and and just uh, helping people get their ideas out on either a t-shirt or uh, a piece of furniture, uh, a print or anything like that. And um, we really balance each other out really well. And, um, you know, I've designed a few t-shirts. Um, I hope to come out soon. Um, and just having somebody like Labrado, who was in the Pencil Academy um, for New Balance and 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 just kind of allowing him to creatively design a, a workspace or a graphic for a restaurant. Um, it's really cool, man. We just, we, it doesn't even feel like a, like a, you know, it's, it's not a job, you know, we really just enjoy 
bouncing ideas off of each other. I know he's recently been designing some stuff for uh, uh, some restaurants opening in Houston, and they kind of want to have like an ambiance to their to their store. This they want it to feel a certain way, and just off of just graphic graphic design alone, they you know he'll reach out to us and like, what do y'all think about this uh, design for this graphic? You know, they want to put it on clothes or anything like that. And my boy Daniel, who uh, has a, you know, he does a lot of interior design, you know, being hired by restaurants to stage their restaurants and design their restaurants and asking me, I, I feel like I don't really, you know, bring much to the table, but an opinion, but they seem to value it pretty, pretty, you know, high up there. And I appreciate them. And, and I think us four are a table, you know, that stands tall, um, you know, because it's not really a table if you got three legs. So right. <laughs> we we balance each other out really well, and um, we actually don't know what Portis is going to be, man. But we're excited to to see what it could be. Um, and we just we've got tons of designs of home decor, home accessories. Uh, we've designed chairs. We've three D printed a bunch of. Uh, shout out to Joey because he's the madman with all the machinery. Uh. We've 3D, uh, 3D designed, you know, like I mentioned, full, full on chairs, 3D printed just to see what it would take for us to make these. And, uh, and I like my, uh, that I can kind of tap into that creativeness and like, do I see myself wearing this t-shirt just with all the funky shapes that we use on these programs? You know, it'd be really look cool on a t-shirt. So who knows what's to come, man? We, we don't know, but, uh, it feels like, uh, something that we can just, continuously crank out effortless effortlessly yeah and uh and uh we hope to one day you know just make something out of it and uh and i'm excited for it love it portis portis and uh kicking the collab i'm speaking of existence i'm ready uh before we get you out of here we gotta end uh every episode with a top five give us top uh your top five brands that will expand their place in the fashion market via streetwear. Via streetwear. Mm-hmm. Man. Um, that's a good one. Um, it's kind of interesting because these some of these have tapped kind of more into the streetwear. I'll put Stussy in there. Stussy is a is a is one that's gonna stick around for a while and it's already has um i love stussy um brands that's gonna stick around for a while well no expand oh expand yeah, yeah. um man uh that's a good one man i i i think i think awake is a good one awake is a great one i mean like they still have like you know uh, I use the term that you know that puppy has big paws on it. Like, you know what I'm saying? like <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, man. I, I, I definitely them just because they're pretty regional right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so. Like, yeah, and him opening I hope up his tricky lay down. Yeah, him opening up his store in in New York and 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 uh, really uh, growing it and and starting to be and you know people didn't even know it was carried in Dover Street, man. But yeah, that's a good one, man. I like I like. Um, I like Brain Dead. Mm. I think Brain Dead's a really cool one. Um, you know, R.I.P. to Sponto, but I think Born and Raised, you know, being that true L.A. 
you know, brand for a while, I think has opportunity to expand even further, you know, because it's got such a West Coast vibe. And I think, you know, what Sponto left behind is is a diamond in the rough. And I think it can continue to grow. Um, I think Born and Raised is a good one. And um, man. so what do we got? Awake. What's your thing about uh, Wacko Maria? Wacko Maria is a cool one. Um, but I, I, I kind of look at them more as like a button up kind of, they have really good button ups, but it's probably, it's, it's getting into the pricier price points. I'm kind of trying to stay a little like more no, affordi- affordability. Uh, Wacko Maria is, is good. Um, man, I think, um, I think those are, those are the three. And then uh, I can see, you know, I think. A, a Japanese brand like Neighborhood is a good one, you know. Um, oh, Kids of Immigrants. Um, that's another one that I know Dan's a fan of, um, you know, and their story. And I think, it, you know, the way that they tell it can, you know, really speak to a lot of different kids growing up, you know, wearing this, these street brands. And and uh, they can, like I said, for me, it's can you see yourself being that person to, to really get it out there? And I yeah. think that... I think Kids of Immigrants is a great one um, to do that. Okay. Okay. And that, my friends, is Patrick Gutierrez. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) All right. It is now time for For the Feet or For the Streets. First up, we got a Phone Posit 1 Metallic Red releasing on uh, July 6th. That's Friday. Pat, you're our guest. What, what what do you think about metallic red phones? I actually had them when they retroed last, but I, uh, just like fashion, it always changes. <laughs> I think it might be for the streets for me. Mm. Mm. Then the man, the Mexican. I think. I think. Uh, I think I'm there for the feet. Oh, I, I, all right. I, oh man, I don't. I see that red. I, mean, I need to see it in person. Dude, the if, pictures look good. If you think it's for the feet in the pictures, when you see it in person, it's, it's bringing I, it home. And, and, here, it might, and it might gloss different when you see it. That's in the it. thing. And here's the, here's the thing. I've never owned a phone posit. I've mm. never. I was not into that. I you know all that stuff, which is fine. But just also probably because I couldn't afford things back you know in those days sometimes. But mm. you know, I, I I'm interested to see it. Um, I think I saw it on uh, on the kicking it uh, calendar. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what that'll happened? be something I definitely will want to look at. I think the deed is done, brother. If you're seeing it. Oh man, mm-hmm. I I like that deep red. Yeah, and you know what? Honestly, um, as an as a purist, I was kind of pissed when I saw they put leather on the uh, lace trimming. But like, yep. it kind of like contrasts as well yep. with the with the pop of the metallic red mm-hmm. finish so uh, I'm, I'm gonna say uh for the feet oh man Look they at that. uh they gave it that re or reimagine uh, yeah you know what feel to it. so like yeah I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say that uh here come lenny <laughs> my bad dude got, got him excited all right um next up and i think these might have come out yesterday but already we had a different date um oh, okay um ajko satin and black and per uh varsity purple mm. um junior what you think about these man I love the colorway. I just I'm not a AJKO fan. Yeah, I feel like if this blocking, I mean, if it was on like a a, 
a, a Jordan or anything. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd go crazy for it, but I just I'm I'm not a fan of the AJKO. Man, so it's I for feel, the streets. Yeah, I I feel like uh, satin makes everything look better. Mm-hmm. Like a satin upper, man. Like yeah, I've seen you know some upcoming uh little bro pairs with satin, <laughs> on, and I'm like, damn, that don't look bad, man. Like I I, I just like the finish of satin. On a on a high top, uh, but when satin creases, though, man, you nah, see it. Yeah, nah, it's true. For sure, it is. Hey, if you get in this shoot, like, but because I'm a diehard like sporting fan or something like that, yeah. like it's gonna look ugly, man. If you're wearing it to every home game or whatnot, um, but uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think she belongs to the streets. Ooh, uh oh, Pat, what you think? It's for the streets, for me, oh, man. There we go. Hey. Uh, I am right. <laughs> yep. And that is strike three. Uh, I am a fan of the AJKO, though. Um, I just don't know if I like this particular. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just never a good time for the AJKO to come out, man. Like, <laughs> like, unfortunately, man, it's just that type of silhouette where it's like, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we got retro ones at the house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we do. Like, we do. <laughs> um, all right. Next up, on a, on a rare Sunday release. Oh. Um, on the Lord's Day? Yeah. Let me check my calendar. Is that right? The, the, well, today's the third, the second, right? Oh, my bad. No, the eighth. It is Saturday. Oh, Saturday. My wrong. bad. I'm right. tripping. Damn, oh. so the, the phones are Thursday release. What? Uh. Saturn's are a Friday release. Okay. Here we go. Um, Air Jordan Retro 2 Low UNC. What you think, Pat? Uh, <laughs> I got to see it now. I, I, I might have missed that one. I'm going to send it to you. Um. While y'all are looking, I will just come out of the gate and say it's for the streets for me. Uh oh. So I might I might already be tagging along with I you. you. I just don't like low twos. They just don't they don't I don't I don't mess with those. Yeah. Um you know what's crazy? Uh Air Jordan two lows had a had a time uh and when I was in sixth grade when they were coming out with the all white with the yellow wings and they had the kind of similar colorway of the blues. Um I could I could wear it um if it was gifted to me, but if I gotta pay my hard working dollars for it, I think it's for the streets. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Oh. I do uh I do like the colorway. Colorway is nice. Yep. However, uh, I am quite fatigued <laughs> on the retro two side of things. Um, she belongs to the streets. Oh man, that's two right there. Go ahead and hit him with that, with that third with that third <laughs> strike. That's right. What you think, Joe? Already, I started it off. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I said. Yeah. Well, y'all were. Because we can't have silence, so while y'all were sending stuff to each <laughs> other, I, I filled it. it in and I said it was for the street. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's strike three. That's right. Three strikes. Now the sexier uh, Big Brother pair, the Air Jordan One University Blue High OG. Is that on here? It's not, but oh. it comes out the same day. Oh, Omaha, Omaha. It does? Come on, man, follow my lead. My bad. My yeah. bad. The Jordan One. Yeah. Oh, you lead us off. Oh, oh. oh. Oh, I mean, I don't. Yeah, it's it's for my feats. It's for my feats for sure. Oh man. Hmm. Oh. Dang! Really? Y'all have to think, man. No, I, I'm so, ready. So, so, I, I will say this: like, um, 
as I stated earlier, as you get older, you kind of like stick to your guns. Correct. Um, this one has me on the fence. I'm a pretty like adamant like OG retro color when it comes to like Jordan signatures now. But mm-hmm. yeah. I'm intrigued. I, I must say. Um, but uh, I, I I think it's it's respectfully. I'm I'm gonna enjoy my Toya. Oh, that's nice. Rocking them. Uh, but uh, she belongs to the streets. Oh, man. Keenan will rock him, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Anything that. UNC, he's going to grab, yeah, right? Yeah, get that one. Yeah. Um, Pat, what you think? Bring us home. I think it's for the streets, man. Oh, man. Um, that's a rarity where I'm on the feet where y'all, unless it's some Adidas shoe or something. I, I, I might join you on the Adidas because I, I like Adidas too. But this one, um, I don't know, man. I, I, I think it's a great colorway. I think it'll, it'll do well. I think... Um, but I've just not been a huge fan of, uh, I mean, outside of like the like the shattered backboards, but the the color toe box mm. and the it, like if if it was the color toe box is kind of the thing that might have pushed me away from it. Hmm. Uh, a, a rebuttal, Your Honor. Um, <laughs> now, if you don't like the color toe box, uh-huh. why you know is it the time that the shattered backboard came out or? Mm. So it I, was like one of the first yeah. ones. No, no, definitely. It definitely started like the new wave of retro ones. Correct, because the then followed toe. the bread toe right, 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 and right. then the 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 purple, um, the the core purples. Yeah. Um, nah, man. I think I, maybe it's just played out like like in this. You know, maybe That's I just see I it. That's where I'm at with retro ones. I feel like um, it's it's damn near like. But even even for a high end shoe like a fragment Travis High, like it has that royal toe box. Like I just yeah. went crazy over it. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I agree with you on that, man. Um, yeah. All right. Last uh, but not least, we have a form eighty four high, Tuli Yaito. That re- that's releasing on Saturday too. <laughs> you got to pick that pet. Uh, uh-uh. I'm gonna send it to you right now, bro. While y'all are sending it, I will go ahead and give my pick. I what guess you got? Go ahead. Yeah, you know, I know y'all are gonna think that I like everything Adidas, but I don't know about these. Oh, I do commend. I, see I do commend them oh. for. Um, well, the, the designer for like, you know, the mashup. Like, I appreciate the yeah the mm-hmm. quality and the color pattern of it. Um, I'm just doing. You got to do something s- sensational mm-hmm. um, for me to um, do a high top, let alone a, a double strap. Double high strap, top. and then put cow print on it. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you put two lot, straps man. and a cow print. That, you, that's two strikes yeah, bro. There. <laughs> you, 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 it's like they came to me and said all right so we got a form 84 high <laughs> all right um it is a high top mm. <laughs> um and it has cow print sh- straps yeah. straps yeah it has two of them oh no yeah, no, no, no no two uh-uh <laughs> nah yeah so uh for the streets for you so is it two strikes right now yeah Steel, yeah. Ike. We, we, we got three out. Three out. Three out of five. Yeah. So we got to miss. It gives me Jeremy Scott vibes. Yes. But, you know, but even Jeremy, like, it's like subtle Jeremy Scott vibes. Because, yeah. I mean, back when he was doing the teddy bears. That's what I was, that, there's, yeah. the, there's that one with the face on it, right? That's yeah. what I was trying to remember. And, like, uh, this one might be, like, if it wouldn't surprise me if this was, like, a Jeremy Scott collab. I could see it, like, it being yeah. a subtle one. The two straps kind of throw me off. Um, it's giving like kind of like a 
what shoe had that the the Margellas like with the straps and yeah. I can yeah. see like they might be trying to do something different, but uh, mm-hmm. I think those might look better uh, on the streets, yeah. not for, on my feet. All right, and that is for the feet or for the streets. Next up, we got fan mail. Um, we got one entry, of course, from our uh, fan mail president, Amara Rodriguez. <laughs> um, C and D, you're playing with my emotions. And you know this, man. <laughs> Soul Brother Stonebrook. Wow. It was too much for one podcast, and I listened multiple times. Oh, Respect nice. to all three on the convo. Your top five lists were aspirational. Wow. Jacques is the same as Brother Slade. Oh, Jacques Cousteau. Mm-hmm. You got Chassang correct. Yes. <laughs> Listening to you speak on local uh, boutiques, the herd mentality, and the loss of originality had your Boricua bro thinking about kids exchanging their paint, power moves, and lyrical skills for apps, artificial upgrades, and auto-tune. Damn, leave T-Pain out of this, Amado. <laughs> um, we sold our souls for hype. Ooh, mm. That's a bar right there. We did it to ourselves. We collectively betrayed the soul of hip-hop for club anthems Ooh. that have nothing to do with Man. the spirit of the streets that planted our shared love in our hearts. So we write blogs, we record podcasts, and we create YouTube content in an effort to save What's left of our crumbling and sticky outsoles? Damn, that's he's a, yeah, it's deep. I learned so much about the sneaker game I historically ignored while listening to FOTB, and thank you for my growing crew of sneaker homies, even Tweedle Dunk. <laughs> <laughs> Question from the press: Top five sneakers that you would write into your memoirs dedicated to the community? Explain or don't explain. It's up to you. You can do this one too, D. You're my boy, Blue. Thank you. Respectfully, Amado Rodriguez Jr. Appreciate you as always, Amado. Um, I'm a, I haven't put any, well, I put a little thought into this, but uh, I'm going to go in, a, I guess, chronological order of my life. First one would be um, Kamikaze 2. Mm. That was like the first, like, I don't want to say name brand shoe because I had Nikes, but like, first signature shoe that I could like attach to one of my favorite players. And yeah. I used to be a big Rain Man fan back in the day. Um secondly, uh probably would be hmm. Either the Jordan 14 or the Jordan 15. Shout out to to my big cuz Chad, no free shout outs. Who randomly brought me a pair of uh candy cane fourteens. Uh, nice. With no box. I'm not sure where he got them from, but I do appreciate them. Um, or the 15, which was the first pair, like going Christmas shopping, like we talked about. Yeah, you get you get two pairs for school and for Christmas. Um, and we were in foot action, and that was a shoe. You know, you wasn't expecting to sell out. I was one of those. I was definitely one of those kids. I speak of last week when we were talking about the infrared sevens, where it's like. It's my time to shine. I'm just going to see what they got. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't really no planning because I got shoes at two times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like, uh, that was the one where, like, my dad was like, what's the new Jordan? And I was like, it's this one. It's the Jordan 15. And uh, he was like, you like it? And I was like, yeah. Well, like, it's cool. And he was like, you want to get it? And I was like, 
when I looked at him like shocked, like what? Like he was like, <laughs> get it if you want to get it for for Christmas. So he got me that. Um, what else did he give me? I think it, uh, it was like a Sharif Abdul Rahim Nike Swingman jersey for the Atlanta uh, Hawks. Man, that's when they making like the the alternate colors. Yep, it was like black, yellow, and red. So uh, that's two or three shoes. <laughs> um. I got to put in for my freshman year um, of high school, Flint Gray Retro 9, just because I was I was jumped for that shoe oh. at the movie theater. Yeah. The times was rough back Bro, then. Bro, on 4th of July, as a matter of fact. Shit. Man. Yeah, on 4th of July, man, like, knocked out cold. So, whoa, I might get into that story a little bit later on uh, on another episode, but like, that one holds a special memory in, in my heart. Um, what is that? That's four, three or four. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say retro playoff or, or bread retro 13s. That was a shoe that came out. Uh, I think that was a, a Black Friday shoe. When I first started working at Finish Line, um, winter '04, mm. like that was one I didn't get it, but like I vividly remember like the lineup, my first lineup experience was that shoe, and then um, a bevy of Air Force Ones, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like just it's too many to name, but like we'll just say the Air Force One as a silhouette. That's my five, Junior. What you got? Uh, we'll do the uh, air trainer, the Bo Jacksons. Mm, that was okay. that's one of the first. I remember I had a choice to get whatever Jordans were out that time, and I went with the air trainer because from a very young age I was always trying to be like, ah, that's what everybody's doing. I want to try something different. Right. So I went with the Bo Jacksons, and nobody I knew had the the, the orange and blue, and I didn't even know about Auburn when I was that age. And so. of course, Bo knows. Bo yeah. knows. I mean, yes, for serious. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll do that one. I will do, um, I don't, I can't tell you what, I'm sure they're just, in my mind, a normal set of Timberlands that I got handed down from my cousin who was significantly older than me. Some butters? Um, yeah, I mean, they were, yeah. they were probably a little bit darker by the time I got them. Yeah. <laughs> but I wore that. I mean, they were like too big for me and I always wore double socks and, um, so I, they seen some real work. Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because he was at UT and I was in like high school, and um, I got a, it was, you know, it was one of those like you were saying, the people who hand down, like, oh, yeah. I need to look into this brand, and um, so so that would uh, that would be definitely one of those. That's number two. Uh, number three would be one of those uh, Y three Casas, the Q A S A, the moon, yeah. the moon we boots that are very tubular. Um, that was like one of the first like shoes that I stepped out and like, this is the weirdest shoe I've ever had. I can't wait to wear it. I was doing my master's and I walked to school and the kids were like, what the hell are on your feet? What are those? I was like, <laughs> Hey, I don't know what to tell you. And right. they're awesome. Right. I, I love them. I think, I think they're great. Um, I will say, I, I feel like I need to put an Adidas on there, but it's, it's hard because it's one of those where like, do I pick something that I know I really, really like or something that, but I'm, I'm just going to have to just pick a, a normal, uh, ultra boost. I'm not sure which colorway I would do. I just, I just, they're just so comfortable. And when it came out and I saw it, I was like, I love this silhouette. Like, shout it's out just, to SGP, no free shout outs yeah. for putting me onto the Ultra Boost. Right, right, right. I mean, hear those stories about mm-hmm. how he came into and y'all maybe didn't know when he was asking about him. Yeah. Right? And um, yeah, that's just, that's just great. And, you know, I've got to go with it. I'm going to pick a Jordan. Um, 
And I, I, I wasn't with the wave when it first came out because I would have only been, I would have been in high school and I probably couldn't afford it. But the Jordan 11 is my favorite Jordan. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'll pick a Jordan and I'm going to go with the Space Jam. Okay. Um, Jordan 11. Damn, you know, that would have been an honorable mention to Black Seaman 3s for me. Yeah, that, that's interesting that you didn't put it on yeah. there. Um, I, like, I didn't get my first pair until um, I was in college. So, like, right. it didn't really hold, like, yeah. it is my favorite, like, silhouette and mm-hmm. colorway, but, mm-hmm. like, it didn't hold, like, uh, memories like the other pairs that I mentioned. Right. Patrick, you want to give it a go? Yeah, man. Uh, so I'll probably start off with the Air Max Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause OG the, Blue? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just because, again, that started it all for me because uh, my pops. Um, I jumped into basketball, and it probably might be them T-Max, man. The, mm-hmm. Especially being a kid in Houston. Yeah, man. Um, that was something that, you know, I, I really highlight that because that was when we wanted to be like our favorite basketball players. Yep. And we rocked Iversons because you were an Iverson fan, or you rocked T Max because you love T Mac, yeah. and you rock Kobe's, you know, because you love Kobe, you know. So T Max would probably be one for me. Um, honestly, I'll probably say uh, the Air Force One, any whatever you want to, you know, any yeah. Air Force, you know. But that's when I started jumping into that, which then that's three would lead into my fourth. Um, would be a Jordan three. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a time when I was cutting anybody's grass to make sure I had <laughs> enough money to go to the mall on Saturday and cop the pure money threes. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a good one for me. And I think now I would say something of comfort. Yeah. I would probably say. My answer might change in five years, but yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, an Asics uh, Keanu. Mm. Or uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's solid. An Asics, some yeah. Okay. And uh, that's just the comfort right now. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's the that's the comfy uh comfy era of your life. Comfy boys. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, uh, Pat, appreciate you coming out, brother. Uh, you got anything you want to pull? Man, I just appreciate what y'all guys do, um, educating everybody, allowing people to, you know, talk about their experiences. Y'all guys are doing awesome, and I really enjoy hearing y'all, and I just want to salute y'all and uh, encourage y'all to keep going, and I appreciate y'all uh, so much for allowing me to just, you know, come, you know, shoot the shit with y'all. Love, brother. Appreciate you coming up finally, finally us getting it done. Junior, what you got for us? Uh, send us comments. Send us emails, Please. send us DMs, FOTB sneakercast at Gmail or on uh, Instagram. Uh, we do uh, call and ask some weekly questions every now and then. I didn't do it this week. I'm sorry. It's guys. all good. You know, send us a comment, whatever. Send us your list. Tell yeah. us what you want to talk about. Tell us blah, blah, blah. Send us anything. Right. Obviously, we'll read it. Yeah. We need interaction. I'm going to have to send it to Dan because I feel like I've given feedback to Colin directly and uh, yeah. it, well, doesn't, uh, it doesn't get voiced over and it could be some... Tweet, Tweedle uh, Dunk will say that he doesn't get read on here either because he's got such horrible oh takes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he just he just like says things so he can hear himself. Beating. Taylor, I l- opened your story today and I saw uh, the reimagined threes are the most overrated. Yes, I and, saw uh, that. And I, I, I'm... It was on his page. I went I wasn't sure if it was a quote or what. Well he did put you, it at number 10. I'll tell you something. When that Tweedledee and that Tweedledon get together, 
It's it's hot takes. I think like the top six were all dunks. They could just enjoy the push y'all's buttons, you know. Trolls. That's, <laughs> that's what it is. It's fine. All right. Um, nothing for me, man. Like Dan pretty much stated stated the facts. We need some interac- interaction, guys. Anything you guys want us to talk about? Um, I, I would love it, man. But uh, until next time, you know how we end every episode. If it is to be, it's up to me. That's whether you're uh, whether you're pursuing a, a baddie at the job. Shout out my boy Georgetown George. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> shout out my boy Georgetown George. Um, a promotion at the gig or um, that coveted pair of sneakers that you just can't grab. Until next time. Peace. I didn't have it this week. I didn't have it. <laughs>